Hello, you are traveling once again back through the 80s with the 80s kids. I'm Rich Oliver, your host, and my co-host, Crazy Kyle Lentz, is here. Hey, 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 I'm Kyle, here. how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm so excited. Tonight's episode is exciting. All right, cool. And uh, also, we got Don Brown with us. All Coming right. back. Coming back for your second full-time gig. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, glad to glad to be back. You know, I'm still yeah. still stretching my legs, getting my wings here, and enjoying the party. But uh, excited, very excited to be a part of it tonight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don's joined us full time now, and uh, Kyle, you want to let everybody know what we're doing this week, what we yeah. did in the '80s, and what the reason, sir. All right, so yeah, to, this is probably one of my most exciting uh, nights. There'll be a couple, but this is this is a, a really huge one for us. Uh, not just me, but Don. You're another huge fan. We're going to be talking about one of the greatest movies of the 1980s, probably one of the greatest comedies ever. I mean, that's arguable because some people might disagree <laughs> with this, but I would say at least the greatest sci-fi comedy of all time. Um, we're going to be talking about the release of the motion picture Ghostbusters uh, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis. Um, and we'll be talking with uh, someone uh, who has a really strong connection in the world of Ghostbusters. Uh, we'll have with us tonight uh, a writer uh, and uh, author, uh, Richard Mueller. So we're excited to have you here uh, tonight. So oh, thank hello, you for okay. coming. <laughs> yeah, good to have you, Richard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we're talking the week of June 4th through June 11th, 1984. So that's our week uh, that we'll be into. Uh, in Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. the movie we're talking about was released June 8th. So Friday, June 8th, 1984. We got uh, we got to see this movie uh, grace the, the silver screens uh, to huge uh, audiences. Everybody seemed to enjoy this movie. And Richard, we brought you here uh, mainly because you wrote the novelization to the movie Ghostbusters. Which yes, is kind of cool. Now, how did you get involved with that? I'm, I'm kind of I'm very curious as, you know, because now you're writing, uh, you, you started out, um, it was this one of your first writing projects, one of your bigger projects that you got? Well, uh, I was writing science fiction mm -hmm. and I wrote a novel called Jernigan's Egg for uh, Jay Books and they liked it and uh Put it out as a, uh, you know, one of the large size uh, trade paperbacks. Nice. Very mm -hmm. nice. Yep. Then five months later, the company goes under. <laughs> and the, the, my editor over there, who was uh, Werner Vinge, uh, I believe. Now, I'm getting some of this wrong because I knew all these people were coming at me from all directions at the time uh said uh, would you like to write a novelization and his wife had been asked to write the novelization to ghostbusters but she had just accepted to write the novelization to flash gordon so oh said, she did like flash to... gordon okay yeah i said sure i'd love to do it um and uh you know i Ghostbusters was the great date movie of the 80s. I, I saw it five, five women. And uh, <laughs> at the Alex Theater on Brand Boulevard in uh, Glendale. Great, great mm -hmm. place to see it. And um, I said, yeah, sure. I've seen it. I like it. Uh, and they said, okay, we'll send you the script. And, you know, and... Uh, 
It should be very easy, and it was. It took me uh, it took me a month. I borrowed an IBM oh, nice. Selectric typewriter with a spinning ball, and uh, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> wrote this oh, thing yeah. about a month. But there was a, there was a catch. They said this is we're planning on this for a kids book club, so take out anything mm. that's objectionable. <laughs> I don't like that, but you know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah. only thing I wouldn't take out, and I left a footnote in it saying, I won't touch this, you take it out, is, yes, Your Honor, this man has no dick. I <laughs> I you can't, say, you uh, can't touch you that can't. classic line. That's such a great you line. Have, yeah, you <laughs> got to yeah. leave that. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I got, uh, I got, I think I got paid five grand for the uh, uh, novelization. Yeah. And, of course, the novelization, you don't get paid anymore, usually. <laughs> Right. Uh, though, though this has just been re-released. Yes, I actually do have the copy of the new, the, mm -hmm. the uh, re-released omnibus, as well as the original. This is the original paperback version that came out you in know 1985. How, how weird, the weird thing about that is how expensive that is. Yes, I, I know. I've seen it go up in crazy, like it's on e Amazon. You see it go for and, like uh, ridiculous yes, amounts. Amazon, I've seen it go for yeah. up to $1,000 and I don't get it. Yeah. But, I don't. I've read other novelizations. They're fine. They don't go that high. But it's. It, I think it's just that movie in particular is so beloved um, that, yeah. and and it really didn't have a lot of merchandise when it was released. There was really very right. little. Um, there was a couple books, like a uh, kid books in your novelization, as well as maybe mm -hmm. like a making of book, and that was really right. it. Um, yeah. Well, on a on a stranger strange note, my car was broken into last night in my garage, and it was ransacked. Okay. They didn't take the Ghostbusters book. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're not touching it. <laughs> oh no! Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, they didn't get anything good out of it. <laughs> yeah, important. yeah. But anyway, I think the reason they became so popular so fast is in Europe. Ghostbusters clubs started springing up like weeds. They're everywhere. Hmm. And I would get a European use residuals later on for um, the uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the real Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they, I know they, they came from like eight or nine different countries, anywhere from two cents, I think in Germany, Spanish, uh, went for much higher, like a hundred, uh, you know, like in some places over $20, but uh, it just became, it just became an international phenomenon. Everybody was mm -hmm. making Ecto-1s. Yeah. yeah. And then when the whole build your own, uh, you know, uh, plasma guns started this year, I said, oh boy, somebody's going <laughs> to sell one that actually works and we're all right be in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that day will be horrible but you mentioned uh real ghostbusters real ghostbusters <laughs> is a spinoff series uh, which we will we'll hit on in a future episode but you sure. wrote several episodes of that you wrote for that for about five six years right yeah yeah i wrote 23 episodes um I didn't know there was going to be you know, I should have known but I was new in uh, animation at this time and uh, I got a call from Joe Struzinski saying mm -hmm. ooh uh, I just got a job to write six, turn in 65 episodes of Real Ghostbusters in four months will you please come and write for me because he had read the novelization mm -hmm. and um, 
I don't know. I don't remember how many I wrote the first season and I, and I cleaned some other people's up. He'd say, you know, mm -hmm. this needs work. Uh, I'll give you a thousand dollars. See what you can do overnight. Mm -hmm. It got me into Deke <laughs> and it got me pretty yeah. well settled in writing animation. And oh, I yeah, found you, it very. Yeah. You had, you have quite a, uh, a lengthy career writing for a lot of great cartoons. I mean, Batman, the animated series. I've been uh, very lucky. Yeah. Totally oh, unplanned. Certainly, certainly. And, and, but, you know, what a, what a great, cool. great career. I mean, your work on, on the animated series helped to really refine the characters more, which I always enjoyed mm -hmm. that it wasn't just, it wasn't just like, hey, here's, here's the movie. We're just going to kind of put them in these silly uh, uh, adventures in the movie. It was really, really looking at, uh, uh, you know, expanding the characters. I mean, you sure. created Peter Venkman's father. I mean, that's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, uh, yeah, well, something we didn't fun. get to see. You know, we did a, we did a box set. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have they, it. They interviewed me on a lot of the, it's funny. They said, what, what do you remember about this episode? And at one point I said, did, I did that, huh? I don't remember that one at all. <laughs> but there was 150 some uh, episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's oh, yeah, over 150 episodes. It was, a, it was mm -hmm. a hell of a run on that show. I mean, it ran from 86 to 92. So mm -hmm. it, it, well, and the cool thing is, is the first two seasons, I mean, we'll get into this more in detail, but the first two seasons were simultaneous because they had a Saturday mm -hmm. morning and then they had the, the syndicated weekday episodes for 65 episodes mm -hmm. running at the same time. So not many series had that uh, sort of uh, benefit. Yeah. And a lot of this was new to me. I had written, I'd written on uh, some Harmony Gold stuff mm -hmm. and um, Tracer dialogue, if you know what that is, basically trying to trying to put words in the mouths of Japanese mm. characters. Oh, yeah. Who yep. weren't actually talking. They just opened their mouth out, 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 and you had to fit words in there. <laughs> that's got to be a challenge right there. Wow. That, that sort of work. Yeah, um, Captain Harlock and uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. It was, it yep. was fun. And uh, it, we, we didn't get paid too much, but getting paid anything in Hollywood was, uh, was a sure. pleasure. Certainly. And yeah. uh, I think I did uh, Spiral Zone. Yep. And that, then after that, we it was uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Spiral Zone was a great Incredible. show as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I like Spiral Zone. Yeah. It was a, it was a weird show because that was actually out at a time when, when the zombie thing was just kind of really in the 80s was kind of taking off those, right. those really low budget <laughs> horror movies. And that was sort of this zombie sort of show without saying zombies. Mm -hmm. But it was it was just a really neat little concept. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting concept. I uh, I thought, oh wow, if we can I can keep finding stuff like this, mm -hmm. I can make a career out of it. And you, you did uh the Killer Tomatoes animated show as well, right? Was, oh yeah. Yes. Was... The Killer Tomatoes <laughs> so with working with John Aston. What a pleasure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that would have been a, a, a lot of fun. He must have been a great uh, great place. The Did interesting thing is I have been lately I've been reading a book called and previously on X-Men. Ah yes, I there's another one you wrote for. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote one episode which they like very much, and it's I'm sure it's gonna come back. Mm -hmm. So I've been reading on that and all the names of everybody connected with it. I had worked with at Graz or Deke or it's a small fraternity. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, watching watching the you know Ghostbusters grow and become uh, so popular was mm -hmm. it was a thrill because this is the first low budget, low, high budget science fiction comedy. Mm -hmm. Nobody had done anything quite like this. Uh, you know, we had 
came up, I guess later was Mars Attacks and uh, the other things that were coming along. And, uh, but science fiction, you know, was, it was treated as apocalypse mm-hmm. or uh, uh, something like uh, Flight of the Navigator or mm-hmm. uh, wonderful shows like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Richard, uh, just a qu- question I wanted to ask you, because yeah. I go, just going back to the Ghostbusters in the beginning, I'm not as familiar with, you know, the, the backstory and, and uh, with you doing the writing and everything starting out, but where did you pull from the ideas to formulate everything? Um, I mean, what, what, what brought, I mean, what was your background that put you into it? Was there anything or did it just come out of nowhere? How, how did it work? Well, actually back in the seventies, I'd done some ghost busting I lived in a dormitory for a while, and about 70 of us had the willies from that. And then various various friends of mine say, oh, I know there's there's a haunted house. Let's go see it. And it did, and usually nothing happened. Um, And then what I did not know, of course, was that uh, Danny Aykroyd is not about this stuff. Mm -hmm. He loves it. He's got a basement lab and mm-hmm. uh, the whole Aykroyd family the uh, Peter Aykroyd and mm-hmm. uh, writer and and I figured well you know uh, I've got a what I've got here is I've got a script I've got I can write it as a script but I'm gonna have to flesh it out so I gave them relatives I gave them backgrounds I gave them uh, peccadillos and problems and that people seemed to like that. Winston got really fleshed out uh, mm-hmm. on that one. We had Peter's uh, Peter's father, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, Winston had his, he uh, he his father was his in, father in construction. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So all of this was sitting there, and when they went to start doing uh, real Ghostbusters, I think Joe just said, "Read the book. There's a whole lot of interesting stuff." And I'd been to New York enough times, so I got a map in New York and a guidebook and uh, just moved stuff around there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, so you did Ghostbusting. You were in sort of into that that whole side, mm-hmm. the, the parapsychology side of things. What yeah. uh, When you wrote some of those episodes, did you draw from things that you researched back then at all, by chance? Or? Um. Well, I use things from his history. Mm-hmm. I use things from Dungeons and Dragons because nope. I was into that. Before. Uh, I uh, mythology was a lot of fun to mess with. One of my favorite episodes was, I think, called "I Am the City." Yep, with Tiamat. I, mean, I yep. love that one, it's and a great uh, one. <laughs> I wrote it again as a short story, and it was uh-huh. published in Fantasy and Science Fiction. Um, and the, those were those were uh, tacked together because I had a bunch of what I call Dave McNary stories. He was a f- good friend of mine, and he was a reporter. So I used these, had like three or four that were in fantasy and science fiction. And then when it came time to do, um, you know, uh, Marduk and uh, the Tiamat, mm-hmm. place what better place than New York? Yes, and right. of course, the story they were taking it, it was taking place in Iraq, 
because he just moved. And at the end of the story, Marduk moves to Shanghai. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I was making my own mythology on the fly. And that I Am the City episode, too, there's a great moment where uh, Marduk goes, who are you guys? Are you gods? And then you see Winston slap his hand yeah. over Ray's mouth at that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful nod to the movie at that at that point. There was a lot of yeah. those great moments in there. I thought I thought uh, Afterlife was terrific. Oh. Ab- absolutely, I agree. With yes, you. wonderful way to really bring job, everything right? back, you know, and and you know, bring yes. it bring it to the the present time, and and just pay an, a nice homage to the characters and the just what they created with those first two films. Well, I think Kelly Grace is going to be this decade's Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did a great job. I mean. She, out of all the actors that were in there, I felt like she was uh, Egon's <laughs> granddaughter. Yes. I mean, she was she, very, ble- yeah, very believable. She was, she played him so perfectly as, as if he were, you know, uh, if they were yeah. that kindred spirit. It was really, really well done. But, yeah. yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It was just yeah. a fun, a fun movie to watch. I finally I was... got to go and see it in the theater, and I mm-hmm. uh, showed up my three vaccinations and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And my friend and I, we the theater was um, it was about three weeks after it opened, and the theater was still a quarter full, which is pretty good. Okay. That is wow. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the how movie many girls did you well. take? <laughs> this how many how many girls do you take just one like the same i'm a little older now i'm not quite so marketable <laughs> well you know you never know did you richard I, the question i was having is you know you so ghostbusters established the script was there the movie was there and you're kind of creating extra pieces to all that did you have full creative license to add whatever you wanted was there any resistance from anyone that's like you can't write that you know that didn't work or were you what you kind no, of came up with your thoughts was that had was the censor it. So I had to mm-hmm. take a few words out here and there and yep. they wanted it in a month. So I wrote it in a month. Wow. That's great. Well, the, the, the spinning ball typewriter helped. That was very amusing. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny. Cause I, I remember when I bought the book, I can tell you, um, I, I was with my mother in a Bradley's, which was a department store. Uh, we were visiting at the time and I saw it on the bookshelf and I was begging her to get it. Cause I'd seen the movie. I love the movie. And I was, just, I, I had to have it. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to see the movie again. And that's how you would receive movies yeah. back in those days was really read the book. So I, I begged her, she got it for me. Uh, two ninety five was the price. And, mm. uh, I took it home. And the first thing I did when I sat in the car is I flipped to the part where I wanted to see how you wrote the part where they had to think, they had to clear their minds to not think of the traveler, the form of the traveler. Yeah. Like, how, how did you write that? I, I had to go to that. You had everything parenthetically in X's or like parentheses. You had the, the ellipses and then you had the X where. Sure. They, uh, they, uh, I use, I use <laughs> tricks of trying to, you know, just focus what I had, which was the script, which was wonderful. And which was actually very short, considering that originally the script would have taken about six hours, I think, to film. <laughs> for yes, for the original uh, concept. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they, they, Danny did a great job. Then they brought Harold in. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know how John Belushi was supposed to play. Yes, Batman. right. Yes. Became, became a ghost. So they had to get yep. Bill Murray. Yep. Bill was on his way back from from India. He did the Razor's Edge, right? And yep. he lost. 
and they, he said, I'll, I'll do it on one condition. I'll pick up all the cues, but you got to allow me to make up my own lines. <laughs> well, I'm glad I saw it five times because they didn't send me a copy when I was writing it. <laughs> and none of Venkman's lines are in the, in that script. Oh my God, and, really? Wow. I realized what an absolute genius Bill Murray was. Oh, without a doubt. My goodness. Yeah, because yeah, if, if that was all ad-libbed, it's incredible. Because mm-hmm. he would have had to, like, everybody had to kind of play off him, too, almost to a yeah. degree, because yeah. he's, he's giving them what he's, you know, what's supposed to happen. I'm I'm assuming they said, this is what you have to do. And he's like, okay, let me do it. He like, hmm. goes at yeah. it, but what wonderful ad-libbing. <laughs> well, apparently there had been another, uh, there had been another uh, publication of a novelization of Ghostbusters that didn't work hmm. the way they wanted it to. Uh, and I won't mention the name of the writer. He, mm-hmm. It's not my business, but it was written pretty much. It looked it looked like it was written in uh, first person. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, hmm. and and, uh, and uh, you know that's it's it's kind of hard to fill in the backgrounds and things right. like that. Yeah, so if you I only see it from one character. With the script. Hmm. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that would be an interesting one to read just to see how they were trying to uh, do that. But it's funny, if, like we talk about the original concept of the movie, Dan Aykroyd had originally thought of these two scientists who were chasing ghosts through these dimensions. And it was like this, mm-hmm. this really high concept movie that was definitely nowhere near what we finally saw on screen. Right. I think Harold helped to ground it and make it much yes. more of a, uh, you know, much more. He was, he was a genius. And Absolutely. And that's in a film full of geniuses. Absolutely. I mean, oh. That movie is lightning in a bottle, without a doubt. Mm. I mean, you have, it's a perfect storm. You have these great talents all just together. I mean, Ivan Reitman at that time was, I mean, he was directing all these great comedies one mm-hmm. after another. So here he was, you know, coming in fresh. And uh, uh, just all those 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 great people. I mean, Rick Moranis is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigourney yes. Weaver, everybody. Uh, Ernie Hudson, Wait, everybody is Yes. Oh, William Atherton is fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. who plays the slime ball any better than he did back in those know. movies? They, they dropped a huge amount of uh, shaving cream on him at the end, I believe. <laughs> yes. And I, yep. I, I know William. I, I met him several times, and he's oh, nice. the nice, sweetest guy. And yeah. and people still say nasty things about him because of uh, that he turned off the container. The character. Well, I mean, not only in Ghostbusters, but in Real Genius and Die Hard, he kind of played Die that Hard, sort of yep. slimeball yeah. character. So, but he, he played it yeah, so well. But then, if you watch Sugarland Express, you, yes, excuse me, the cat is going by. <laughs> Sugarland Express, he's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, him, Goldie Hawn oh, and yeah. him in Sugarland Express is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Great movie, wonderful movie. Um, and you wonder what I, what I, Ghostbusters would have been like yeah. with. <laughs> Yeah, no, wants to be a part of the show. Yeah. You, right. you, you wonder what Ghostbusters would be like if if Belushi was alive and played that part, and if Eddie Murphy had taken Ernie's spot, right. and you know, those it, it would have had a whole different vibe, and Certainly. you know, this would have well, changed the story and how it worked. We're doing the first bunch of them. Uh, Arsenio Hall was doing. Um, uh, Winston. Eddie Murphy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Too many names in my head. <laughs> he was doing, he was and um, he was very good. Yeah, he was. And he, he was great. Music yeah. was on that. And Maurice LaMarche. And, uh, Maurice, yeah. yeah. 
Lorenzo music was fantastic. Oh, his Peter Vankman was fantastic. Uh, and Dave Couillet was fun too, but I, I just always loved Lorenzo music's take on yeah. the Peter Vankman character. It was just so wry. Uh, it was just really, really great. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I always liked, uh, I, and there's, there's a funny story to it. I, I heard that Ernie Hudson had actually auditioned to be the voice of Winston in the animated show. Yes, didn't I get heard the part. That. Didn't get the part and they gave it to Arsenio, ironically. <laughs> 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 Who would have thought that, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, but still, well, I don't know if there's any truth to the truth to the story about uh, Bill Murray not liking Lorenzo's interpretation of Venkman because he sounded like Garfield because he was Garfield. So that was I don't know if that was true or not, but that's the stories that I've read. But I don't know then, that it's true either. But it, it's yeah. it's the kind of thing that someone would extrapolate mm. from cloth, and it sounds right. Yeah. And that's you know, I don't know. Yeah, and then Bill Bill ended up playing the voice of Garfield in the movie anyway, so I don't know. Yeah, it all <laughs> came probably, full circle. That's probably <laughs> not. Uh, you know, it wasn't the case, but yep. But yeah, uh, but it's it's great, great stuff though. But I mean, if you think back into the the time of the movie now, um, what was the, your first experience seeing this in theaters? Any one of you guys, you know, uh, we'll start Richard. How was it your first experience? Like going into it fresh, never seeing anything like it before. Going into the movie fresh. Yes, before the first I time. Knew I have any part of it Correct. absolutely Correct. <laughs> right i thought wow this looks really good i'd seen the previews mm -hmm. and uh enjoyed them immensely and i thought this is this is great uh these people are sharp i knew them from saturday night live some mm -hmm. of them and i thought okay and i went to it and people were roaring through this thing they just ate it up yeah and, uh, you know, you come out with the uh, stars in your eyes. You come out mm -hmm. saying, I'm glad I'm in some, I'm, I'm glad I'm in this business, even in some <laughs> small way, because yeah. this is what can happen. Yeah, certainly. And then later on, I found I was going to be in a, in a larger way, but Absolutely. that's what happens. Come on, Billy, get down. So cool. What about, <laughs> what about you, uh, Rich? Did you see it in theaters when it, when it came out? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember seeing it with my friend. I mean, being that young, and it was just because uh, we were about ten when that came out. Yeah, I mean, we like I say, we we laughed. I remember seeing it with uh, Johnny Williams and his dad, and uh, yeah. you know, a kid we went to school with Richard, and and I remember there being like an older. I mean, when I say older, they were probably you know teenagers in front of us, and we <laughs> we were laughing so hard that they were turning around like annoyed at the fact that we were laughing so hard and you know what I mean? And it was, annoying I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's just, it, it yeah. hit the funnies. Yeah, it, absolutely. How about you, Don? Where'd you, uh, did you see it in theaters? Uh, I did see it in theaters and obviously it's, it's sci-fi and comedy, which is right up my alley. And that's right. what I saw, but growing up watching, you know, Bill Murray and seeing these guys and Dan Aykroyd and knowing what they had done before. So you just see it and it, it was, it was something new. It was something mm -hmm. you hadn't seen before. Um, and I always, you know, looked at it as, you know, this cool, funny comedy sci-fi and then someone boiled it down to, it's just a startup business story. And then you mm -hmm. think about it, that's what it is. It's about them really? starting up a business yeah. and, and, and going with that and, and just adding it. So making it like a, an average Joe can do this kind of thing just made you walk out of the theater. One, everybody wanted, you know, a, a 59 Cadillac, you know, ambulance to drive around. <laughs> right. Everybody wanted a proton pack. Right. Everyone wanted to walk out of the theater, no matter how old you were, saying, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass and knew that, oops, I can't <laughs> say that. <You know? laughs> 
let alone yeah. the dick line. But, you know, it was, right. yeah, it just had the great, great balance of, you know, comedy, but it was still, it wasn't over the top comedy. It was, it, it's believable, you know? It, yeah, it, it was, it, it was right on the mark. Everything was just perfect. It would that. be like if the four of us went out and started busting ghosts. Yeah. We'd be, you know, cracking jokes and making fun of it and, you know, <laughs> but still be serious. As they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we, we still got to make money. We got a business to run, but at, while we're doing it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be scary. It's going to be, yeah, all those yeah. things. So, yeah. One of the yeah. things, one of my other hobbies is model railroading. And yeah. You know, I was going to ask you about oh, that too. Yeah. How many, Ghostbusters firehouses are out there on model railroads. Are, are yeah. there any? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. That's awesome. Well, there. I, cool. I would think with 3D printers now, they've got to be everywhere at this point. People are. Well, when I was wa watching these people put together proton packs right. and trying to match tiny little screws and bolts, and yep. I thought, right. wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, there you mm -hmm. go, Dom uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I yeah. I got the plans online, and I that's what I I built in the background. I'm like, yeah, and it's made out of Pringles cans and you know wires and pencils and stuff you find. But yeah, you you just yeah, it was cheaper than buying it, and it was fun to build. I like, yeah, those, as those a, you know, I always wanted to, yep, building models and model railroading. I yeah. was doing that at a young age and, we, and we, still yeah, we, love it, but just we were never really got a chance to expand with it and got too many hobbies and yeah. So yeah, how big uh, is your model railroad collection, Richard? How big is your model railroad? I don't. Collection? I don't have a layout at present. I've just got. Uh, I've got a lot of uh, N scale equipment. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's a good scale. That's a great scale because yeah. it's it's a lot smaller yeah, well, and a little easier. If to, I can put it together while my eyes hold out, it'll be great. But uh, <laughs> I run a loop of track once in a while, and the cat finds it most amusing. So we had. Yeah, a lot of I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> We didn't we didn't have room for a full size uh, layout at the house, and so my father and I built a coffee table with an end scale train in a village inside of it with a trolley on the inside track. So at least I had my train without taking yeah, up yeah. so much space I, I in like the house. The, I like the coffee table layouts. I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. yeah. I remember that. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I still got it, Kyle. If you want to buy it. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll probably buy it. It's funny today. You know, if you, you know how you're saying, you were saying like the movie was really when you boil it down was a startup business movie. Um, if you think about it, all four of them are, whether it's the Ghostbusters right. 2, the, the reboot, Answer the Call or the newest one. It's all sort of the business starting back up each time. Which is especially kind of especially their commercials on TV with Janine and, uh, and oh, Lewis, you know. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, Don Ghost again. Yep. Yeah. yeah oh. It looks exactly like early uh, car commercials in LA. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and same with yeah, right. yeah. Those those early uh, ones where they were just a little cheesy and a little, you know. Yep. Sure. But that that tongue in cheek works really well with it. Though. But I mean, it's it's charming. Yeah. Now, how what did you think, Richard, of of like Ghostbusters two? Did you enjoy the sequel? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, because I it was well. like getting back together for a reunion. Yep. And I, uh, I love Peter McNichol. He's oh uh, yes, Janos was a wonderful character. We we joked about yes. him a lot. We would always do his lines mm -hmm. or say his dialogue and his voice. I am covered with goose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, that's a great character. What about Answer yeah. the Call? Did you enjoy Answer the Call uh, with the with the four females? Um. 
Yeah. Yeah. I did I as well. I, I, I have to say, I actually didn't mind it. I know a lot of people are really, they'll trash it and they'll say it's the worst thing ever, but I, I laughed. I, I was just like, I enjoyed it just as, you know, it wasn't as great I, as the original, you know, I but thought, I thought it was a gallant attempt. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I kind of wondered, I kind of wondered who bought what, who, you know, you, if you work in Hollywood, there's always backroom dealings of all kinds going on. I just mm-hmm. wondered how this come about. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into it because I don't really have the time. <laughs> the, the interest, you know, it's there. It's right, there. Right, sure, right. sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, working with uh, uh, is some of the the people that you worked with on uh, writing on the real ghosts, like uh, like you said, J. Michael Straczynski, um, who's one of the great sci-fi writers mm-hmm. of all time. Um, uh, I'm a huge Babylon Five fan too. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he, that must have been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, with his. Uh, working with him and Larry Dottilio, who like to they like oh, to yeah. work together quite a bit. Um, well, Larry Dottilio and I were were board gamers every Saturday night. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I remember uh, one episode. Yeah, we uh, Ragnar. Yeah. The, he was I, like, uh, well, he was kind of to uh, Cthulhu. Yeah. What Harold, Harold was to ghosts. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and that would explain the one episode uh, that where they had uh, you guys had Cthulhu appear. Uh, mm-hmm. and that one which is one of my favorite ones uh yes that's, that's a great great episode there's so many great ones cold cash and hot water is one of my favorite ones that you wrote um yeah my, my favorite character hobby and garrick uh my favorite ghost <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that character <laughs> so th- like some of those like these are types of things i want to talk about more in, in detail as we get to the the uh, uh actual show and stuff but the, the, all of that stuff i found was so inspirationally fun that i i mean i still watch the animated show regularly I, I i just finished watching season one uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago so i'll probably be rolling into season two <laughs> pretty soon um, well i have some hard fans so we'll put episodes of mine up now and then on youtube so yeah oh and it's it's so much fun i love that stuff um but it's it's it holds up to this day it's just like the movie did yeah the movie is sure. still great to this day i can still watch any episode of that show to this day uh and it's mm-hmm. still just as much fun as it was when I sat down and watched it the first time. And I, that's, yeah. that's a true testament of how, how great a concept Ghostbusters is because it wasn't just a one and done movie. Uh, you know, it became so much more and, it, and every yeah. inception of it seems to work in its own right. And I think that's just mm-hmm. shows you how solid of an idea this movie really was. And uh, it, it, yeah, it, you can't I, I, again it's, it's lightning in a bottle that first one but everything after that's still just as enjoyable in my opinion <laughs> now R- richard do you have anything going on now are you working on any projects or are you are you retired or how how is well, it going i've tried to retire they won't let me um <laughs> i'm uh, i've got a i've got a, a bum hip from from the coast guard the good part about that is i i'm considered to be 100% disabled. Hmm. So, so I have to walk with a cane and do a whole bunch of other things. But um, at the same time, I get to do a lot of my own stuff. I, I've written a memoir. I've got a couple of uh, novels that I'm, I'm shopping around. Uh, and I've got at least three animated series that I'm hoping will get going and give me a shot. Because oh. I wrote oh, it. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. I must great. say I did read uh, Death on a Prairie. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> it was a great, uh, mm-hmm. great story. That was a fun book. 
Thank you. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, are you, uh, what, what is your memoir? If you haven't published that yet. Is that one you're still? No, it's called The Rage of the Red Rubber Duck. And it's about how I met the love of my life, got married, and then got drafted. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you about your, again, thank yeah. you for your service, but I was going to ask yeah. you for your time in the military. What what was your uh, your time uh, that you did? 69 to 73. And I was drafted, but I was living near Omaha and they didn't, nobody seemed to know about the Coast Guard. So I just got into the Coast Guard rather than going to the Army. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to shoot anybody in that field. Mm. And later on, yeah. I, I kind of sharpen that too. I don't want to shoot anybody who doesn't deserve it. And uh, (laughs) they want me me to be an officer in the Coast Guard. And I said, no, because officers can't criticize the government. And that's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I was off off Cape Mendocino. And it was was in the house and all sorts of things happened. And uh, my marriage broke up. My health kind of went west, but mm. I came out of it with uh, four mm. years of GI Bill. Mm. So I was able to get parlay that into five years by taking my summers off and going doing summer stock. I was acting then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so nice. it worked out. Stuff cool. just yeah. worked out. Yeah. Well, that was that was that seg- that segues into a question I had because you you have a, a theatrical arts degree. Mm-hmm. But then you started to write. What was the switch from acting to I'd rather write? What well, you know? Well, I can tell you that. Or was the writing always there? Yeah. No, it was well, the writing was always there. But what happened was I was living with a woman and and uh, her daughter, and it's a nice family thing, and I was enjoying it. Then I came back on duty one uh, one Friday, or from one from uh, one Monday. And my whole house had been cleaned out and they'd, they'd taken everything I owned and left. Oh, oh my Whoa. goodness. And the next morning when I woke up at the Coast Guard station, uh, I had, the skin was coming off my body all over. Hmm. And uh, it turned out to be psoriasis, oh, goodness. which uh, I still have. Wow. When I saw that, I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to act now. Uh, there's only so many productions of the elephant man you can do so i said uh i, I got to learn to write and i just started mm. writing wow. and i got mm. into uh humboldt on a writing uh theatrical writing and mm. then to the university of iowa on the playwrights workshop mm. so it worked out great i was gonna say well thank god you did you <laughs> right <know? laughs> i yeah. mean you know yeah. I mean, obviously you had some tumultuous times but i mean in the long run thank god uh yeah. everything played out like it did yeah i'm know. very i'm very pleased with the way things went i mean um, in in your own way maybe you weren't able to to perform as a character but you created several characters in your yeah. own right i think that's yeah. a well, testament the, to yeah the, uh, the psoriasis finally settled down by the time i get to the university of iowa where they asked me to leave the playwrights workshop because my writing was too commercial <laughs> Which oh, really? okay, I'm going to LA. I'm not going right. to New York. Yeah, uh, no, I also so. I was acting. So, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's an interesting nice. uh, transition. But yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, because I've I've been reading because I follow you on Facebook, obviously, and mm-hmm. um, and I, I'll read all your posts where you you'll you'll talk about your you've been writing these thank yous where you say you know these yes things yes. that you're very appreciative of and they're they've been very fascinating. I'm assuming that's part of what you would include in your 
your memoirs well, and, and such. It, it keeps me, I keeps my words flowing. Mm-hmm. And I do the things I do the, I haven't for the last three days because I got put in Facebook jail. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was quoting a line in a movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the movie, I'll give you guys a quiz. The movie starred Malcolm McDowell. No, excuse me. It was, it was, sorry, it was Mike, Mac, Michael York. Okay. Uh, Jenny Star, Peter Ustinov. Uh, Richard Jordan and uh, hmm. Farrah Fawcett. Hmm. Fiction movie. Ooh. I'm trying to. It, Michael, you said Michael York. Yes. I, 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 I think it was. It may have been Malcolm McDowell. May have been Michael oh, York. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think because I'm the first thing when I hear Michael York is it's like yeah. yeah, Logan's Run. That's the first one that pops my head. But, Logan's uh, Run. Yeah. That was it. Cool. And was the that, line huh? I had, yeah. the line I was quoting was from Roscoe Lee Brown, yeah. who I used to drink with at a bar down here in studio city who, who was the asked, voice of winston's father yes, <laughs> yes. but i'll tell you the, the line in the movie people still quote it fish plankton protein from the sea i have to kill you it's my job and i put that and i typed that out and bam right they didn't wow. have, you know the movie line i think that when when they see the word kill for some reason it, it becomes uh yeah, if it's a flag that pops up for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It sometimes it's, it's a know, it's a bit of a, a bit extreme at times. But they, they, uh, yeah, they, as like like they say, it's their music. <laughs> well, that's it. That's what it comes down to. You know, it's it's yeah. their. You're you're using their service, so it's whatever they say goes basically. Yeah. So. <laughs> so don't so don't type this man has no dick because that you probably go to. That would probably be all yeah. right. That'll probably be all yeah. right, you know. I'll try it. I'll try it tonight. It might be culturally insensitive at this point, so you never know what might right. happen. It, everything true. is might be. <laughs> it depends. On, like, are you stepping on, you know, transgender? This man, <laughs> right? Or if, you, or if you put Zuckerberg's name in front of it, I don't know. I mean, right. it all right. it's directed towards. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> so I can't remember. Did they take that line out of the book? The this man has no dick line. I'd have to yeah. double check. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if they use. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've read it, but I wonder if they use the same line that the TV used because he said he's some sort of. They said that Mr. Wally Wick here. Oh, yeah. say he's some sort of yeah. rodent. I'm not sure which. I, I just remember yeah. that <laughs> that edit on TV. That was a. That's a big thing that um I we don't touch on much in here, uh, which we should. Is the the way that they edit movies from the movie screen to the TV. They used to do these horrible like reshoots, <laughs> and they would actually yeah. reshoot these scenes with the actors. And Ghostbusters was no, uh, uh, you know, because it was uh, the one scene where he says, "We came, we saw, he kicked his ass." He comes out and he goes, "What a knockabout, pure fun that was!" Like, was, well, fun that was. from, mm-hmm. from yeah. the, the TV version, and it's it just doesn't have the same punch. But you know, no, not really. And I can't, I can imagine they're just like, "Ah, oh, Bill, just say something else," and they just come out and do all these different <laughs> things, and they're like, "There you go, yeah, at least yeah. that one." <laughs> Well, with his improv, they he they probably did that scene six seven times, and that's sure. just one of the one things he said. And they're like, let's just use that for the edited TV version, and I'm with sure. all that. But yeah, seeing him in Zombieland. Oh God, yes, he, yes. Mm-hmm. He says, "Is there anything you regret in your career?" And he says, "Arfield." <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a, a funny movie with him as well. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Well, Richard, it's been great having yeah. you. We, I mean, yeah. The, Thank the, you I, so much. You enlightened me as to a lot as I, I, uh, I didn't understand, but I, I appreciate you coming on and explaining things a little bit further as to what the inspiration was and, uh, mm -hmm. and how everything came about with that. We want to have you back. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah. we, we're, we're going to be hitting on so many of the stuff you worked on. So I'm sure we'll want to invite you back here and there, but we're planning a, a real Ghostbuster retrospective, as I mentioned it uh, to you as before. We definitely want you back for that because uh, I, I know Great. you you are, you are probably the you know one of the the main uh, you know lifeblood of that show <laughs> at that time because you not only I know so uh, Straczynski was you know the story editor when it first started, but he left after mm -hmm. the second season, and you were still around you know, until the very end. I mean, you wrote right. episodes right up to the end. So, I, you know, that that's one yeah, of the few consistencies. With that, Chuck Manville and uh, yeah. Lynn Jansen. Yeah, they took over in that third season as the story editors. And yeah, you were you were there with them as well. And I think that's mm -hmm. that's kind of a testament to your your contribution yeah. to that series. So I definitely want you. Uh, yeah. Want you to hey, when you're on it, when you're on a good looking train going the right way, don't get off. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right that was a, that, that was a great train <laughs> it's a great run we really appreciate your time sir yes thanks so much for absolutely. coming on Thank thanks you. for uh thanks for chatting with us and giving us all that the great stories all right thank appreciate you so much we'll, we'll see you again soon okay all right thanks bye-bye awesome so we if we uh um as we go into the next uh, um, grouping, what do you guys want to get into? We, is there anything else you guys want to add about Ghostbusters before we move on to uh, the next segment? No, I'm that just we're going to jump out for a second, and I'll be back. Okay, we'll we'll take a break. All right. Cool. <laughs> that was awesome of him to spend so much time with us. I yeah. uh, I re really appreciate him, and uh, and uh, you're going to have him back. Your plan is when. Uh, probably sometime in March we're looking at. I think we're going to be doing a retrospective with, I, like I said, I have a couple of people hoping to come in that were a part of the show, Real Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, so, that was very insightful. I appreciate him coming on and spending so much time with us. Yeah, like I said, yeah, he's, learned. he's just, a, I love his writing. His, his episodes are always some of my favorite. And I had read the book when it came out. And that's why I thought he would... I knew I was never going to get Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray to come on our show. Well, no. <laughs> like no, this is no, probably the closest yet, we but... could get to someone that's involved with Ghostbusters, other than right, maybe right. the guy that swept the yeah. studio. That's like, yeah, I swept after <laughs> these guys left. Uh, <laughs> that would be the only other guy I think right, we got. Right. This was a bit more significant. So well, right. yeah, I we, was cool. get, we can get our we can get Arsenio up in here. I'm sure you know eventually. <laughs> but just gonna take yeah. some time for that. I, you know, I just like his one action. move. I like his one move where he's like, I know guys that. Uh, Piss away their time putting screws and cans together, and Don's like, "Oh, I got it! I got the right manual. That's what I did, buddy." I was like, "I got Pringles cans, man." Yeah, I got that's right here. Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm one. Of, I'm one of those guys." And then I'm like, "I'm like, oh, so you were a theater actor, and, and then you moved into writing?" He's like, "Yeah, let me tell you about that." I'm like, "Oh shit, maybe yeah, I shouldn't yeah, ask yeah. that question." Then yeah. I felt bad. I'm like, this, yeah. "Then I'm like." Was that the, the same people that like took all his stuff in the house? Did they come I back and rob star last night? Yeah. Oh, they made a, they it's a horrible things happen. I was right. like, geez, I, I don't, I, know, I feel bad when those, I hear those things. I don't know sometimes how to react if I'm reacting like, oh, geez, do you need help? I mean, I, 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 mean, yeah, I feel like bad. Last I mean, night, 
Well, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. my goodness, it's horrible. If I was Rob <laughs> right. last night, I'd probably like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to join yeah, this podcast. I, I don't feel like coming got, on today. <laughs> right, it, I'm going to wait for the insurance to get here, and then we're going to figure this out and try to get my stuff back. Super nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just It was like a country song for a second. Car got broken in <laughs> last night. Oh, catch your shit on the keyboard. You know what I mean? I was expecting that. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, Richard. Yeah, stuff. All right, yeah. So let's uh, let's keep <laughs> on some great things. Yeah, yeah it's some cool stuff, some fun stuff, and and yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, I let I just love talking about Ghostbusters with other people. Too. When it's else fun. are you gonna talk to that man? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. How often am I gonna be able to do yeah, that? It's so awesome. That's kind of awesome. That's awesome that he could come on. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it's all good stuff. So what are we rolling into now, guys? So let's roll. Let's roll into movies. What's going on this week? since since we talked about Ghostbusters, let's see what the mm-hmm. the, the top movies of the week are. Um, what so what else is going on? A lot of great movies. I mean, this is a this is top. I mean, we're talking summer of '84, so we've got some big movies coming out. So let's start with number one. What do you think number one's going to be? But you guessed it, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters yeah. right? Number one. Pretty pretty uh, solid opening that week. Twenty three million, a little over twenty three, which is pretty hot. Wait, Two wait big movies. One, wait, wait for one second, Don. What? Are you wearing a Ghostbusters outfit? <laughs> yeah. <Are> you... <laughs> I have... Yeah. I just noticed, like the I'm like he has some sort of nondescript yellow shirt or something on. Yeah, it's I my didn't notice that. Yeah, I okay, yeah, when you pull back, I mean, there's a tag. I mean, I yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he's a patch or nothing. holy. The only time I saw it was just the collar, and I'm like, that's a very outdated shirt he's wearing. But now that what? you're uh... what are you dressing like some nerd for? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. One of those guys in his basement that goes and sews All up right. his own flight suit. No, right. <laughs> um, you got I it. I was you supposed to be wearing his. I, I should have. I didn't put mine on. Oh my <laughs> god damn. I didn't even this notice one. it during the whole interview, and then I was just uh, it's like all of a sudden. You notice like, I have a flag? I'm I mean, a, did you see the flag, or did you miss that too? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, the oh, proton God. pack. I just saw that that uh, the swoop collar on the yeah, zip. Well, I'm like, put it up a little bit more. That thing that he's wearing. I don't have my Ghostbuster shirt anymore, so I'm like, well, I guess I'll wear it. But it's hard to, you know, I'd have to be way back, and then <laughs> no, I don't have no, the elbow no, pads no, on. No. I can't no, sit down with the proton pack. Yeah. It chafes on the uh, back, and it's you know. But yes, all right. I am. Uh, I'm just, uh, always morsels of sweetness from Denver. Oh, beautiful. Morsels of sweetness. Yeah, beautiful Perfect. Stuff. All right, Kyle. Sorry. What's I the next? Know. What's the next movie? I'll go. Well, I'll go get changed if I know what the next movie is. I might have an outfit for that movie. You might. There you go. So this this week there were three movies released. Two were really big movies, and they were the top two movies. So number one we know is Ghostbusters. So number two this week, another huge movie, Gremlins was released. Yes, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. In, in competition with Ghostbusters. Not very close. It was only about two million dollars less than Ghostbusters. So it was a pretty yeah. competitive weekend we talked, at the box office. I think we talked about this. Was it last week? Because we were doing '85, and it was maybe a re-release. We, but we were yes. we were discussing how we the thought re-release. it was a Christmas thing, and it was not a Christmas movie. Right. Well, we'll for, get into that when release. the movie when the movie when if we can when we get into that episode. Yes, it actually was yeah. originally supposed to come out in December of '84. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah but right. Warner Brothers said we don't have a big summer movie. We were going to move this up six months, so they jacked them up six months. The, the yeah. production they had to quickly finish okay. that movie. All right, I, um, I thought it was something like that because yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and yeah, to yeah. have it that close to, to Ghostbusters, that meant it was doing pretty good too. I mean, because if that comes out, that you feel like everything got would have got pushed that that would have been the, okay. the top one. But Gremlins is holding its own. But there, it, it was different. I mean, two totally different movies that you just didn't expect that weren't happening. And you got, then here you see the Gremlins, and you're like, what yeah. the hell is this? You got yeah, sci-fi comedy. You got horror comedy. That's that's sort of two different genre bending films, which was kind of yeah fascinating you got rick moranis in one you got polly holiday in the other i mean how could you go wrong <laughs> that's true right. um so the top it, yeah. four movies this weekend are pretty awesome i'm going to just say so we're moving into number three okay. so what do you think number three would be anybody have any guesses uh, 1984 big movie from 84 trading Huge places movie. nope oh. that's actually 83 mm. but all right christmas of 83 uh you right you give up we'll, we'll yeah give. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is number oh, three uh, this weekend. Uh, this give me a minute. I gotta go. I gotta go get changed. Right. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, How do you get the bull lift? Bust out the fedora. You gotta get it out. Come on, let's go. It's upstairs. It's up. Is it upstairs? Where the hell is it? I don't know where it is. <laughs> so this movie's been out for four weeks at this point, and it had already racked up about ninety-five million dollars. So it's a, it's a pretty big bonafide hit. Um, so, but moving down to number three this week, number four. Well, we got. Can we, well, can we back up really quick? Yes. I just because this is my only Temple of Doom story that I have to tell. All right. Because it makes me laugh, and I wish I was there. So my parents went to go see this, but they took our neighbor Ann Sally. She <laughs> was a little bit older, and yeah, she's yeah. you know very religious and whatever. So you know, first Indiana Jones movie fighting the Nazi. That's great. They, they took her to go see this movie. Big mistake. And the scene where he reaches in and grabs and pulls the heart out, she threw her lemonade up in the air and it just went went absolutely bonkers. So every time I think about that scene, I think of poor Aunt Sally, my parents. Right, bring her yeah. It's like, you know, my, my dad sweet old lady to a too. strip club when I'm five. Yeah, it's like, like right. this is a movie. When I would have rather you took her to see Gremlins or yeah. Ghostbusters, but not not Temple of Doom. But I think they I don't think a lot of people knew how dark it was yeah. until they went. And the, really the, saw the last movie Aunt Sally saw was like, It's a Wonderful Life. So she's right. like, what That's the like, hell is this? Let's, uh, let's take <laughs> her to go, to go see this. traumatized. A little side note too, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the movie that started the PG-13 ratings. Actually, that and Gremlins yeah. were the ones that pushed it forward yeah. because both of them are PG, the rated PG, but there was this, there was a lot of controversy after they were, were released that they were just too too graphic for young kids. So Spielberg suggested, hey, what about one in between, you know, PG and R, like PG-13, he just threw out that number and they, that stuck. And yeah, the first, still saw anybody know it, the still first before I was yeah. Anybody know the first movie that got the PG thirteen rating? It was in nineteen eighty four. When it came out in August. So what? Yeah, what Red Dawn after that. Red Dawn. Really? Oh, was the first movie wow. to get the PG thirteen rating. I haven't. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. What's bad? What's what's? There you gotta remind me. What's bad in Red Dawn that would have? Giving it that rating that's just, no, just above. I guess I guess there's a lot of gunplay, a lot of people dying, and then yeah. pissing in the yeah. engine. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, they can go back and they can Watch put walkie talkies in all their hands instead now, right? <laughs> just go back, redo Red Dawn, put a walkie talk in your hand, no more guns, and it'll be believable. Right. And we won't make them Russians this time or Soviets. Oh. <laughs> we'll make it something right. different. <laughs> Very nice. All right, number four. So this on, week. we're on to number four. The, another hmm. great movie a huge movie from this year as well and you'll all be like ah another great one 
Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, number four this week. So that this was about, a good one. I I love Star Trek Three. To hell with you if you don't like Star Trek Three. <laughs> I love of course three. I do. Well, Three has I a big Three has a big connection with us. We we know one of the right. actors from here who will be on to talk about that in the future. We will have an episode. I hope that. so. She's great. She's yeah. wonderful. Robin Curtis, who played Savick, she is such a sweet sweet lady. Um, she she's a real estate agent in, uh, over near Syracuse now. <laughs> yeah. Super super nice lady. Uh, but yeah, this came out. This was out for this is in its um, uh, second week, so it is uh, um, doing pretty well. I mean, it's doing well. It's forty billion. So I mean, that's a pretty good uh, take. None of the Star Trek films at this point had even cracked a hundred million. So that wasn't until four. Right. Star Trek Four was the first yeah. to do it. So any oh, movie that was that was. Yeah, that was my first one to actually see. Yeah, which is strange because I, I, grew, I mean, I'll be honest. I grew up. It was Star Wars. It wasn't Star. So Trek, same with I me. Didn't, I didn't. It didn't blend. But I saw four. I think yeah. it was on TV. It might have been like you know Thanksgiving when there was nothing on TV other than that. And so yeah, I ended up watching it. I'm like, well, now I feel like I got to go back and watch one, two, and three. Right. And I watched one and got like, oh, maybe I don't want to watch this anymore. And I'm like, right. let me give it one more shot with two. And then I'm like, oh, I yeah. love this. Right. this is, now I want to yeah. see the story of the four. Yeah. yeah. You better start. And then two. I loved it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two is That's, two is a. Well, no, nobody told yeah nobody told me and then i'm like oh i can't wait to see five and then i'm like oh maybe i could have waited longer see i and, uh, I, I, only, five. <laughs> I, I only i only knew him because of the wit the wit was a star right. trek fan you know oh, yeah, growing up because right. he's five years older right i mean growing up he was watching the show right it would have been on yeah it would have been on tv when he was... and we never i don't even remember watching the first movie i mean he may have but i didn't but i mean it was like the, the wrath of Khan was right uh, you know that what was, i mean yeah. like when that yeah, came yeah. you're right I mean, I was watching Generations, but I had never seen the original because I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't into the 60s Star Trek and I wasn't in the movies because I'm like, I like the newer because I felt like it was more modern for our age. Right. So I was watching that. But then when I went back and and four, and I think Kyle and I have talked about this before, like the camaraderie between Spock and and Bones and and Kirk. And then you go and see it in three, you see it in four, you see it in five. And that's what's really good about five. Yeah, that's why I like mine. So, that but that I, you know, a, yeah, I mean, it's you say that that was your first movies. one was four. My first Star yeah. Trek movie, oddly enough, was Star Trek Six. I had not seen any really? of them before that. Really, I've seen oh, parts no. of them, but I never, I never watched them till six. I, I, I really, you, did guys, 30, you guys never, you guys never watched the uh, the Next Generation. I did. I was watching that. No, I did. Yeah. But but the original, I'm talking original crew. I never really got into the original crew at first. I had seen clips of it on TV, like, like two on like the Sunday night movies, but I never really watched it. And see, but because I remember growing up with, like I say, with with the wet watching it when when I was young, I mean, when I was young to the point Mm -hmm. where all I remember was like we we would get the uh, the Megos. The yep. uh, of the, the Mig- yeah, know, the Migo Kirk, yep. 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 and and yep. we had those because yep. we, the wet had those, yeah. And I remember, <laughs> we were playing like uh, you know, around Christmas and yep. our old like we had the old wooden floors in our house, like yep. with the planks, and they had like holes yeah. in them that like <laughs> yeah. they had drilled Huge. stuff down. I remember we used to like we were playing with them and we we would lose the phaser. And yeah. the uh, uh-huh. the communication shit down those holes, <laughs> and uh, and then like in you know like the later eighties, we would be down there in their basement and find the toys. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? From when yeah. we lost them from uh, we were kids. Yeah. I just remember, uh, oh, this is that that was. But we um, like like the wit had all that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because his age difference from us. Sure. 
where it yeah, hit yeah. me, you know, so it wasn't, yeah. you know, not that big a deal. But I, so he, so he would, you know, look back and watch the first episodes and reruns yeah. like we would watch the other, you know, right. ones later on. So, right. The next gen one. Which, yeah. Right. Yeah. Which was always strange and maybe because it just wasn't on TV, but like I grew up with the sixties Batman and I love that. So did I. Yes. So I was watching that, but I mean, and you know, Godzilla and all these other things yeah. that were always on, but yeah, that, Star Trek wasn't yeah. something that I, was like, it for some reason never crossed me my, in. my, uh, my stuff. And I think at one point I got really, really defensive. Like it was like, if, if it wasn't star Wars, I didn't want to see it. Like right. that, that was the only star I would watch. It had to be Star Wars. Yep. That was it. So I was, I was really like, "Oh, there's Star Trek." It's, right, but right. I didn't. I, how did? How have I known you this I long? Know. I didn't know that Six was your first movie that you saw. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. I did not know that. Let me show me. It was the first one I really paid attention wow. to, and it was the first one that really pulled me. In. And I was like, "Damn, this movie's good." It was just a really great movie, and I'm like, "I got to watch them." And I just loved everything after that. Just, I'm like, "Why was I so resistant right. for so long?" And then I was like, "Well." Not and I was a bit of fancy though. I did watch Next Generation. I liked Next Gen. I just hadn't watched right. any of the originals. I think that's what was kind of the gateway to get yeah. into the older Star Trek was Next Generation. Right. And yes. I, I'll be honest with you, I think it was Robbie Coles that got me into it. Yeah, because that's who we went and saw it with. That's yeah. who we, you, me, and, Ro- and yeah. Colsey went and saw it. Yeah, I remember. Well, Good time. I heard some Good stories time. that night. Oh yeah, sure if any of them are true, I heard some stories. But <laughs> yeah, wow, four. Four yeah. huge big movies. Four big movies right, right just, there. Where, where are just, we, Kyle? We're at number, number five. Number five. <laughs> okay. The next say, ones we'll probably have is there'll be a few that have some, some great memories, maybe not as many. Um, next up, number five, brand new movie this week, Beat Street. You're like, oh, Beat Street. You probably remember the title, but not. this was actually interesting because this was um there's two it? movies on the list that were really kind of enveloping the hip hop culture that was starting to oh, yeah. emerge at that time. This was about like a DJ. Uh, I remember seeing it like way back when, um, but it's been years. I don't remember much about it, but there was this one kid was become, trying to become a DJ, hip hop DJ. Um, number six this week was The Natural with uh, Robert okay. uh, Redford. Robert Redford. Classic baseball, baseball movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those feel good baseball movies. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Number seven is one of the great, great adventure movies. Anybody want to take a guess at this one? And Don, you know this one. Great adventure movie. Let, let, let me give you Jones. a let me give you a hint. Yeah, but very tasty. Oh, <laughs> romancing the stone. Romancing yeah. the stone. Another great one. Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Great, great, great movie. I Robert think we Smith referenced this at one one point that that was the VHS tape we had was Romancing the Stone, Empire Strikes Back, and Blame It on Rio. So those yeah. two movies I've I've seen in excess. It was Romancing Stone, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. I couldn't get. I didn't Great. like Michael Caine as much back then, so I skipped the Blame It on Rio and Roman. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, growing yeah. up, that movie. This had been uh, out for you know, 10 weeks. For some reason, I mean, it's a great, yeah. great story, great cast. Just a and, fun movie. Yeah, it's just, it was something different. The, the movie lines, that, and that's that really uh, a lot of a. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the movie that really solidified DeVito's career. He had Taxi before, but this was the one that really right. elevated him to star status. But he, and ironically, Romancing Stone, and we'll get into this probably when we talk about the movies release, but he, uh, DeVito was originally the choice to play Sala in Rangers of the Lost Ark. But, uh, really? But they, too they changed. short? Or... Say, has, has that feel? Has that feel? Yeah, but they went yeah. with uh, John Rhys Davies instead. All right. Um, number well, I think eight. Did. I think. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, they made the better choice. Uh, not that DeVito is not a great actor, but I don't think it would have fit as well as that one. But well, we anyway. didn't know how good he was going to be until Batman Returns. We didn't know how there good he go. was going to be until then. There you so. go. But I, this movie made $60 million by this time, but out for 10 weeks at this point. So it's a, it's a big hit for 1980s money. Uh, number eight was the other movie that I was mentioning that's sort of embracing the hip-hop culture. And this was a, a classic. Everybody's, I'm sure, seen this once. Breaking. <laughs> remember breaking break everything yeah break the original uh, oh yeah break dancing I'm, I'm, movie. I'm more professional yeah i i, I prefer breaking to the electric boogie <laughs> who does but, not uh... prefer breaking to the electric boogie the bag the break but, i remember uh, the scene know. where the one character is making out with the mannequin in that movie the breaking two i believe it was too where he's practicing how to make out with a girl and he was kissing a mannequin it was like a really huge like uh like the hip-hop music was playing and it was like this really crazy editing and stuff it was weird <laughs> Great movie. Did that help? That actually helped spark the movie Mannequin. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that's where they got the idea from. <laughs> Breaking may have had a lot of seeds in there that you know grew on to be something else. So no one will ever but know. I here's Did it you make know any much, money. Yo, at this point, um, Breaking had been out. Um, it was number four the week four. It'd been out six weeks at this point and made about right, 30, well, 30 million dollars at this point. That's nothing to sneeze at. at this. Damn. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it went from right. it went from basically at this point it was going from um, uh, disco, right? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To this was the new dance thing right. that was like you know, crazy, and it was P- popping up. To, it was PG, right? Yeah, that was PG. Oh, yeah. So this was PG. You know, before they changed the rating, right. so they're like, all yeah. right, we can go see this one before they change the rating right. to the the bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. right. And if I'm <laughs> if I'm correct, it was basically essentially saying if you have a cardboard box that you can you break can, down, you can flat. break it. Flat. You can do this. I remember a buddy, uh, yeah, Johnny Williams, used to do a lot of breaking board. dancing. I remember Johnny Williams used to carry around the yeah, cardboard, yeah, yeah. and he would do the break. Yeah, dance. I mean, I remember we all. I mean, I, I can't remember how many times yeah. I smashed my nuts and dick against the floor <laughs> trying to do the worm. So I mean, we all we all we all tried, you know. I mean, we we uh, couldn't afford cardboard because we were poor and we couldn't break dance. I mean, yeah, yeah. something. My parents like, you don't touch that cardboard. <laughs> Yeah, that's our important. But I don't, even, I don't even think we recycled back no, then. Either, we didn't so. recycle yeah. back then. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cardboard was for making forts and spaceships yep. and cars yep. and, yeah, and, yeah, and play sets for my figures. That's about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That was it. That was it. <laughs> Number nine right. this week. Where are we at? Number nine, Streets of nine. Fire. Do you remember Streets of Fire? Oh. It's about this no. guy who's, uh, who's <laughs> I believe his ex girlfriend gets kidnapped yeah. by a biker gang, so he has to go save her. Reads a fire. <laughs> I don't oh, remember yeah. much of it. I remember the post. Well, but I don't if, remember anything beyond that. Right. If he knew Charles Bronson at that time, he'd probably be okay. But other than yeah. that, yeah. But, but was there a Streets of Fire 2, 3, and 4? Because usually when it's that bad of a movie, they decide to make a couple extra, you know, yeah. down the road. I don't remember. I don't think there I don't was. Think for they did. Yeah, that I don't know. They're like, yeah. Right. It was, right. it was, too Streets much. of Only Fire way. 2 took the bitch again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn her. It had been on at this point. Two. It had been out for two weeks at this point. Was number five the week before, and already gone down to number nine. Only made it's just shy of five million. It must have been probably sliding down pretty quick. Number five. I want to take a look at it. Maybe I'm I'm not. I'm giving doing it as a service by not watching it. All right. Next movie out had been out for twelve weeks. Big hit. Big box office hit. It is number uh, ten this week with seventy-five million. Police Academy, the first one. So. Huge comical uh, hit. Great movie. Yes, nice. the original Police Academy came out in 84. Sure. Fun, fun movie. Uh, number 11 okay. this week is Once Upon a Time in America. 
if anybody remembers that. It's about a, mm-hmm. a it's like a crime drama. I can't remember if it was Scorsese or not. I don't remember what this one was. Why does that sound? Yeah, it was. Uh, but not a huge box office smash. But it, it you know, it's it's one of those ones that you still hear about here and there. Um, number oh, twelve. Yeah, De Niro was in it. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was De Niro. And so uh, it only been out two weeks. It only cracked about four and a half million. Not a not a huge hit. Next up, number twelve. Big big hit. Seventeen weeks out at this point, made seventy five million. Footloose. Still in the top. Footloose. Yeah. Yes. Top, right. uh, top yeah. And last on the list that I'll go over, number 13, another big comic hit. Uh, this has been in its uh, sixth week at 18 and a half million. 16 candles with uh, Molly Ringwald Six and times. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, yeah. John Hughes. Really? Wow. Good. Yeah. yeah. That was the big John Hughes's first big directorial debut movie. That was. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So that was what kind of. All right launched him he had written uh vacation the, the year before too, yeah. but this was this was his big directorial debut but a good hit but there's your your uh movies for the week pretty uh pretty nice list i mean that's those are some good great movies. flicks good movies some great yeah, flicks in 1984 you know, it was a good it's year. a respectable time i mean we're gonna it certainly it is. it's gonna year. reflect in music i mean oh, it's sure. gonna reflect in everything it's yeah, a good she, time yeah. it's a good time 84 yeah yeah so i enjoy awesome it. So why don't we uh why don't we roll into news this week? What's going on in the news, Mr. Don Brown? What did you uh what sort of stories were hitting? Nothing. Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything um, was Ghostbusters, man. That's it. Well, yeah, I, I, really that was that was actually one of the, the highlights of June 8th was Ghostbusters and Gremlins coming out. So that was yeah. that was actually in the news because those were uh, those were pretty big. Um the Both beginning big of the movies. Week, I didn't get a chance to dig, dig into some of these because I actually sound like a really cool story that I, I didn't know, but um, they the DNA was successfully cloned from an extinct animal. No kidding. On June 4th of that year. So wow, in 84. I didn't see if it was John Hammond in 84 <laughs> that they were doing that. So what well, uh, who was the other guy? There was another doing? guy in that. I can't remember. The last Jurassic World movie, there was another guy that he was partnered with. So maybe it was that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that guy. But I'm like, what did they Okay, so how did they? It was an extinct animal. I don't know. So that's was it the dodo bird. What yeah, was it? Was yeah, it yeah. a dinosaur? So I, I like to dive in there a little bit. And what happened? To it? Did it survive? Did it? Was it like one of those? Yeah, like when, was, like when you saw like the fly, and he opened up the, the thing after they he sent the dog through that one time or whatever it was, and it's like the monkey, and it's like comes out and it's like ah. Oh, the monkey. Yeah. yeah, it's like inside out. Was it something like that? Yeah, grotesque like that. Huh. <laughs> we cloned um, it, but it's freaking gross. <laughs> that's cool. It's gross. It's just, just. Oh, that was that was a horrible scene. I, I still was. remember that, and I, that's oh, probably yeah. the one scene I do remember from the. It's pretty memorable. That um, and him vomiting on the foot. Oh yeah, Brun, yeah, Brundle. Oh god, I, go I gotta watch it. it. Sorry, <laughs> I go put my. I go go put my. I go put my laser disc in and check that out. There you oh, go. Laser I gotta get to the first side tonight, though. <laughs> June 10th, a U.S. missile actually shot down an incoming missile in space for the first time. Oh, that's cool. So, well, this is probably part of uh, Star Wars. This is a Reagan Star Wars. Star Wars program. Yep. This would be that year because he's president in 84. So, yeah. So, uh, they're, you know, doing all sorts of tests and figuring things out. But they. Right, right. Or at the very least. At the very least, this is what they said in the news. Right. This is whether what... they shot it down or not. <laughs> they a, said yeah. there's a crater. Russia, <laughs> he shot one down, and Russia said, "Oh shit!" 
didn't say <laughs> if it was CNN or Fox News. I can't right, seem to right. tell, but you know, but that's why. What was that? What's the line from uh, Iron Eagle where he's like, that's why they call him Ronnie Ray Gun. Yeah, because he was all into yeah. space and Star <laughs> yeah, Wars yeah. and whatnot. That's so. it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, Russia said, this, this shit's co- getting real. We're going to shoot down there. June 9th, this one's pretty close to the... Yeah, man. <laughs> if I could find it. <laughs> and if I could find my pants. <laughs> um, June 9th, this is, uh, this is dear to my heart because this is who I was named after. Um, but it was Donald Duck's 50th birthday, and they celebrated oh, Disneyland. Neat. No, I no, uh, I wasn't. I was I, not I named after that. I would. Duck. I would think not. Uh, that would be your father no, who would have been. Uh, named but that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. right, and I think he was. Yeah, so it just trickled on, trickled on down. <laughs> so let's see what else. What else happened? Oh, that was good. I, I want to give you props. That was very, right. very good. There you go. That was a great Donald. That's about all um, I can do. <laughs> the, the Supreme Court declared elite. The, listen to this. You got. I got to read this properly because I had to read okay. it a couple times. So the U.S. Supreme Court declares illegally obtained evidence may be admitted at trial if it could be proved that it would have been discovered legally. <laughs> that's a lot of that's 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 a crazy that's thing how do you up, prove but, um, it well i would have found it if i just lifted up that I, couch cushion i mean jesus right no 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 judge i uh, i found it legally i found it this, yeah, yeah. This, right i i feel like this has something to do with uh mafia shit i oh, think so most too. likely I think there was some 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 payoff uh, yeah they're like At this oh. time early 80s yeah, we'll let it in. Bringing everybody down. Yeah, that's just, well. They yeah. probably at that point had to get some stuff illegally obtained, otherwise they right. were never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Like that, that, that's never... kind of why I got that feel, you know. Probably that, right. well, I mean, that but, whole era. Yeah, all the cops <laughs> were all bent. You know, you think all the you know different yeah. you know Rico, that's what was... Rico laws and all that coming into effect. It's we're like, talking is... you know mid eighties. Right. All the cop sure. shows we're talking about, like there's yeah. you know the cops that are doing the side deals, you know. Yeah. Eckhart from <laughs> Batman, you there know, you they're working with the criminals on the side. So they're, yeah. you know, you know, those types of, you know, shady it's deals were, were going on. So the Supreme Court's like, yeah, however you get the evidence, uh-huh. we'll, we'll take it. We'll take whatever you got. Right. Oh, it's a dead body. Yeah. No right. problem. Bring it on. Yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. So this was actually interesting. It's 80. We're talking 84. So this happened uh, right in the middle of the week that homosexuality is declared legal in the state of New South Wales and Australia back in huh. 84. Australia being progressive. So huh? That was that's pretty interesting. Yeah, in '84. So I thought that was yeah. that was kind of cool. And the that last bit of, bit of news um, that I do have that I did find, and I, that's kind of cool um, because this, uh, I Kyle, I think you know. I don't know, Rich, you ever watch this uh, this game show, but you know, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Oh yeah, pressure luck. Yeah. Love pressure. So luck. it got so Michael Larson uh, mm-hmm. had a winning record of a hundred and ten. Yes thousand dollars on this game show because he memorized story. the patterns yeah he figured out the pattern oh, of yeah, the yeah. board yeah it's so it's so crazy game yeah yeah he broke the game yeah and i think the yep. show was yeah. canceled shortly after or like, they had to change something but yeah because yeah, that's you know, awesome like if he's gonna come in and count the cards or count the, yeah. the whammies I mean, or a little red <laughs> that's essentially what right. he did he counted cards he get... mm-hmm. but how do you get it uh there was no videotape so much back then well how was there i mean i, mean, I can say i'm just i think that i remember seeing something about it, like how he was able to do it but it, it it had to be from watching video of it 
It must. Well, you you, there were VCRs in 1984. They've been happened. around, so he might have had one and recorded right. it. Right. Or beta, beta, yeah. right. beta, at that around. time. Could yeah, beta and v- somebody working saying, ABC I mean, he, had one. Yeah, right. I can't imagine he did it from just watching the episodes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just watching it live. Right. I mean, they're they're they weren't live, right? No, 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 no. They were recorded. Yeah, they were recorded. But I mean, watching it live on TV. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. Watching it as a right. broadcast, unless, unless, right? Unless they had like a pit boss in in a casino where they're you know they got people watching and they're like yeah that guy something's not right he's he, winning way too much yeah, yeah yeah he might be like just one With of those people it was just like some family kind of feud that, savant you know where you just picked up on this no nah, he like, was in Vegas they come they're John, like watching his eye right. move they're like what's wrong yeah. with that guy's eyes why is he why is he doing that it's freaking <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> In in Vegas, he would they'd call him Johnny Four Fingers. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, right. you know what I mean? he'd be like, "Yeah, like you went a little too much. Let's go take a walk in the desert." Chop, so chop. I, I do have one last piece piece of news that cool. happened. This is big. This is huge, giant, huge. June seventh, nineteen eighty four. You won't huge. believe this. The, this came up. I'm not kidding you. The Jackson Five Tour may miss Indianapolis. Oh, they may not be able to hit that city. Oh man, that's uh, during their tour. They're so, going to be in New York. Yeah. They're going to go Boston, Washington. That was literally a news story. There was no other information whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just it may miss Indianapolis. That's like, a, like it's a meteor. Like it's Wait. a meteorite. Like was, was Mike, miss I don't know. It might. Was Michael still touring mm-hmm. with them at this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. That would make uh, news then because at that time, Michael Jackson was the freaking. Right. Just because they were, there. I think they, it was like they were planning the tour. It wasn't like they were in it and they were okay. like, this is where we're going to go. And I think people are like, please come to Minneapolis. And now, <laughs> no, we're not going there. Right. Yeah. But it, but it was what it was like the news. Who cares? Who cares about the extinct animal DNA? Nobody cared about Donald Duck, but the Jackson five might miss Minneapolis. Oh no. Jermaine, Jermaine oh, had some uh, some shady dealings the last time they went right. through there. So Tito and like we ain't we in that town. We better not. When it popped up, I thought it was going to be the Pepsi, my hair caught on fire thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was about that time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, big, wasn't big news. So, yeah. that's what we got. That was going good, on. though. Yeah, that good stuff. Good 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 yeah, that, good that's call. some good yeah. news right there. That's fat. I not love a, that. Not a bad. Yeah, not. <laughs> no whammies. I did love that show. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I still watch I the reruns. patterns down. If you watch Buzzer on Pluto TV. I can't. Eat. I still don't know what they're doing, but they're I'll on, watch a rerun on it here and there and be like, "That's cool." I, would, I don't know if they show those episodes with that guy. I wonder if they do. That'd be fascinating. Probably not. <laughs> yanked them. Yeah, they're like we can't show those anymore. Judges, awesome. Yanked them. Right. The same uh, judges on that show were the same ones for <laughs> Family Feud. They're the same judges. Uh, the judges. You know, there was nobody there. Right. Yeah. There was never anybody there. What do the judges think about that? <laughs> oh, they said no. There's some guy back there sleeping. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Richard, Richard Dawson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richard Dawson's there. Like, the, what did the judges say? Oh, the girl with the big boobs wins. Who knew? <laughs> Dawson. Uh, all, right. all right. So, hey, let's move into sports. Right. What's going on in the sports world this week? Oh, all right, buddy. Some, uh, yeah, absolutely. Some interesting. Uh, uh, some takes. This would have been a, some some fun time right now because uh, sports would have been. We would have been in baseball think, season no. right now. Hit deep, right? <laughs> Not a <laughs> nothing to go. Yeah, on. no, no. Uh, uh, Monday, six four. Yep. Arnold Palmer, not Ooh. just a drink. I love his okay. iced tea lemonade oh. mix. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah. 
Arnold Palmer failed to qualify for the U.S. Golf Champion, the Son U.S. Open bitch. Golf Championship, yeah, for the first time. And my kids were born in his hospital. Years. Yeah. yeah. No, for the first bad. time in 32 years. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty that. impressive. That's a lot of money on 32 that. freaking years to, to yeah, do yeah. that. I mean, Jesus, in 1984, that's a long time. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, nothing really of note mm. going on there. Quiet in week in sports. Um, no, yeah, I mean, there's baseball chess. scores. We're not yeah, going to go on. Nah, yeah, you yeah. Know. I don't know if anything um, significant was happening. But uh, Saturday, uh, 6 9, uh, the 116th Belmont Stakes. Uh, oh. the jockey, uh, I'm going to kill this one. Uh, Lafayette, uh, pick, uh, Pin K Jr. That's uh, it. So La- yeah. Lafitte Penke Jr. Uh, he okay. rode Squall, uh, Squall to victory. Sorry to hear that. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Why would they call a horse race the Belmont Stakes? Is that what happens <laughs> to them when they lose? Stakes, yeah. They're going to become a stake. <laughs> That's just wrong. It's like, you want to be a Belmont Stakes? You better run your ass off around that track. Otherwise, <clears throat> you better win Belmont Stakes. And then you uh, better Belmont win. Stakes it is. You better win Mississippi Blue, That's too. Right. If you don't win that, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, the same day, Martina Navatolova. Oh yeah, beats Chris Everett. Yep. Chris, yep. remember both of them? Yes. Chris Everett. Yep, six to three and six to two to win the French Open and become the only the second woman to hold all four Grand Slams at the at the same time. She, they, oh. they were, they had quite the rivalry through the eighties and then like until Chris oh, yeah. Everett retired yeah, yeah, yeah. around 1989, 1990. Right. Cause I remember she hosted Saturday Night right. Live. And that, that time. I guess those are big Saturday Night Live things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Navratilova. Nora, Nora Dunn Everett. played that. Nora Dunn played uh, right. Navratilova. <laughs> she was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She had that I, horrible haircut. She was like, Chris, right. Chris. <laughs> Girl, yeah, I'll beef up. <laughs> Didn't and, they actually uh, have Chris Evans on that episode? Yes. She was on. Like, yeah, Chris she Evans hosted. Was the host, right. she? Yeah, yeah, hosted. Was yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. good time. So, yep. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, on Sunday, six ten, uh, bouncing because obviously, generally, the women go first, so they go on uh, the Saturday. On Sunday, the men's French Open, uh, Yvonne Lendl uh, wins Yvonne. his first career Grand Slam. Uh, what I say? Oh no, you got it. Did I say no, Yvonne or no, no, Yvonne I just, Lindo. I just love it. that's a great name, Yvonne Lindo. It's a Hell great yeah. name, right. yeah. uh, but he he beat uh John McEnroe. Oh, McEnroe. His, uh, first, that pissed uh, him off. His first this oh, was yeah. the, the, the French, uh, the men's French Open. And I remember from last episode, mm-hmm. I had to jump back in my notes because I remember it was the same thing, yeah. But it was, uh, but I, I looked back and the last Lindo, episode, but... uh. It was about Last episode we did, uh, no, September yeah, sure. 85, so it was right. a year later. Yeah. But it was, uh, uh, yeah, Ivan Lendl wins yep. his first U.S. title ah. in the United States, right. beating John McEnroe. Same guy ah. one year later. And ironically, um, Ghostbusters and Gremlins were out at that time. <laughs> they were crazy. It was like revisiting right. 1984 <laughs> so, and then to 85 there. <laughs> so, Mm-hmm. Be, beat the same guy, but he beat him for the French Open. So that's it was funny. a European thing, you know, one of those deals. So, uh, but that's sports. That's sports, guys. Cool. That's fun. Good stuff. Awesome. What do you want to roll into wrestling? You want to go right into that? Is that is that okay? Or you ready for? I just figure uh, wrestling and yeah, sports are kind of tied, and then I'll jump into. Uh, yeah. well, we'll jump into MTV next. I think. Let's see what's going on there. 
Yeah, let's do uh, let's do that. I'm gonna jump into uh, so in on June 9th, 1984. Uh, I'm gonna jump into uh, the JCP. That is what you would see on Superstation. Uh, yep. WCW. Yep. So it's yep. a Ric Flair league yep. versus the Hulk Hogan league. So oh. um, they're all over the place that, that week. I'm just jumping uh, June 9th. I'm going to just give you a rundown, kind of give everybody an idea of what was going on then. Yep. Uh, oddly enough, so this is 84, um, June 9th. Uh, Jake Roberts defeated King Kanga. The snake. Okay, so Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake Roberts. He and here in the other league, he's just Jake Roberts. So so he's going Um, both, but he can only be the snake in the one. That's interesting. Right, right, absolutely. Well, he wasn't even the other one yet. See, that's the whole thing. See, this is this is a little before the time. This is right after WrestleMania. So if we remember, WrestleMania. This is after the first WrestleMania, right? Was. Right. This is after the first WrestleMania, which okay. is, or was it, was it 84? Well, that was 85. That was the beginning of 85. Yeah, that was 85. Yeah, yeah. So 85. We, uh, so right now we're still in uh, 84. So we still like, we're still before Hulkamania right. kicks off and all that. So right. basically, um, so Jake Roberts defeats King, King Kanga. Ole King Anderson Kong. defeated Paul Ellering. Uh, Paul Ellering became the... Uh, the Road Warriors manager. Oh, yes. Here with yeah. Paul Bearer, or right? Or was it? Was uh, that who he, no, that was somebody Nikolai else. Volkov. Yeah. You remember Nikolai Volkov? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he defeated King Kong, King Kong Bundy. Oh, King yep. Kong Bundy. But this is in the other league. See what I'm saying? They're not in the WWF yet. They're still right. in the other league right. doing their business. But so these are all the guys that become Warriors, huge. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. So at this point, they're still, you know, and in the other league, uh, cutting their chops. Yeah. The Road Warriors defeated J- Jerry the King Lawler and mm-hmm. Austin Idol. Jerry, uh, yeah. Harley, Harley the King, uh, Harley Race. Uh, mm-hmm. He fought a Wahoo McDaniel to a draw. Uh, Junkyard Dog, who also won ah, yeah. WWF. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he and Brad Armstrong defeat Ted DiBiase, who would yep. become the Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar Man. The WWF. Yep. Yep. Um, and the spoiler, and the NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeats ron garvin so i mean so they they stayed in that league but you see yeah. how this is back when every every area had a territory so right mm-hmm. you know the wwf was actually like connecticut upstate new york pennsylvania mm-hmm. whereas this league was more uh georgia you know or in every every area around the country mm-hmm. had different people wow. so that was the uh the JCP League, and then in WWF, I'm going to hit a few different cities, and that's actually it's funny just because of the timing wise, it, it it's going to take us right in. I'm going to jump to uh, June 5th, 1984, Utica, New York, Yay. Memorial Auditorium. Oh cool. yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, and, and the names here, some you're going to know, some you're going to mm-hmm. not. So this is uh, 1984 WWF mm-hmm. uh, pre. WrestleMania, right? You got this is uh, the first match, women's match. Peggy Lee and mm-hmm. Donna Cristiano defeated mm-hmm. WWF champion, uh, women's champion, the fabulous Moolah and uh, uh, Desiree <laughs> Patterson, who was probably a stripper <laughs> in Utica at the time. Uh, oh, I believe so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so next, you got uh, Bob Backlund defeated Tiger Chung Lee. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the following match, you'll recognize this, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The iron, fought the Iron Sheik to a double countout. Whoa, Iron uh, Sheik. Following the Iron Sheik. Yeah, he's who awesome. Who would be the one that would have the title that Hulk Hogan would win it from coming up here. Yeah. So at the yep. end of this year, actually in 84, oh, the Iron yeah. Sheik is going to win the belt from Ooh. Bob Backlund. They took ah. it off Bob Back. Bob Backlund was a baby face, which ah. Hulk Hogan was too. So right. you couldn't have the baby faces <laughs> and the uh, you know the bad guys. Right. Uh, you know so, the, the 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 baby face can't beat the other baby face. You got to have right, the bad right, guy. Right. So right. they had to take it off of Bob Backlund, yeah. giving it to the Iron Sheik, right. who Hulk Hogan could defeat obviously right. during that time. Iron Sheik, of course. You know what I mean, there's the animosity. Are you, the, the Iraq and are Iran you, and all this. Are stuff. you are you implying that this is rigged? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's real what? to me. <laughs> what? Uh, I gotta go. Uh, uh, <laughs> next match, Ivan Putski, uh, the Polish Hammer. Uh, he defeated uh, Rene Goulet, who is from uh, French Canada. Uh, Robert Goulet is that Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> SD Jones, uh, Special Delivery Jones, fought Terry Daniels to a draw. And finally, the uh, Intercontinental Championship, Tito Santana, who you okay. remember. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, he yep. defeated David Gio. Schultz uh, via disqualification. Oh, David Schultz would later become Dr. Death. Okay. Uh, uh, that name I remember. Yes. I remember that. <laughs> so, uh, so they went from there. So the they went from there the next day to Old Westbury, New York, which was June 6th. <laughs> um, I'm going to gloss over that because that's yep. not in our area. But then jump back up. Uh, WWF Buffalo, New York. So you see how they're traveling around yeah. the area. Yeah. Uh, so, so the the War Memorial Auditorium on June uh, June six. Uh, I'll give you a rundown uh, quickly. Pat Patterson defeated uh, Terry Daniels. Um, uh, the women, fabulous Mula, Desiree Patterson, the whore from Utica, New York. Um, <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but I'm just going off. Of allegedly, 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 right, allegedly. Uh, uh, Donna Cristiano uh, that was in the other match, and then Judy Martine. So I assume that's somebody from Buffalo that was a woman that wanted to wrestle. Could have been right. a stripper from there. Uh, <laughs> getting to go back to SD Jones, defeated Rene Goulet. Uh, now we jump to Brian uh, B. Brian Blair, who would have been one half of the that's Killer Bees at some point. Uh, well, he became part of the Killer Bees. Yeah. yeah, so that's that part makes of the sense. Gimmick, yeah, you know? that, would, that would be so it. So their yeah. partner, his it partner works. was Brian Bruns, Brunswell. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's, it's like uh, working with Stan Lee in the 80s here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, defeated uh, Steve Lombardi and uh, then Ivan Pusky defeated Tiger Chung Lee, Paul Orndorff, which you'll remember uh, from that time. Yeah, he became he fought uh, with Roddy or Roddy Piper in WrestleMania mm -hmm. one against Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. And uh, oh, Paul, yeah. Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, he was in the cartoon as well. Uh -huh. uh, he defeated Bob Backlund. Sergeant Slaughter defeated the Iron Sheik this night. They switched that up from before. And then Tito Santana again defeated David Schultz. So they were working together. Right. Um, so I'm going to jump over. So uh, now we jump to Rochester. So you see how it goes. Boom, boom, yep. boom. They're traveling the area. Today, mm -hmm. if you were a fan, you would drive up and down the thruway and go to all the shows. Right. Whereas back in the day, yeah. by moving two hours down the road, it was a whole new world, whole new fans, 
nobody knew what happened up the road because there's no internet, nothing like that. So nobody right. could track what had happened. So the same people could wrestle the same people. So I'm not going to jump into uh, Rochester, but I just wanted to, to make that kind of as we, you know, I've always talked about this, how we go, we don't jump into what yeah. they They jump into Pennsylvania. They jump to Pennsylvania to another school, both high school gym auditorium. That's crazy. And uh, so crazy. To and think then they doing. jump into Troy, New York at the uh, RPI Fieldhouse. Okay. Yeah. Is, uh, the college up there. You know, yeah. Out there at the college. And, uh, and so essentially, essentially the same people, maybe a few are wrestling different people, but, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, the same thing uh, I'll, I'll throw into at this point in time, on uh, June 8th in 1984 in uh, uh, Aor Mori, Japan, uh, three fellows with Japanese names uh, defeated uh, Hulk Hogan and Dick Murdoch. So, oh, bummer. So that's where Hulk Hogan was at this time. He was in he Japan. Was over, over in Japan, <laughs> wrestling, traveling the world before he yeah. came back and they got all into the WrestleMania right. mode. So that is fascinating. That is wrestling yep. for it's, this It was week. crazy at that time. It man. is. It is. High school gyms and, sh- and shit like right. that. Right. Well, and that's, and that's what it was. I mean, until it really kicked off. I mean, that's where, yeah. you know, you want to, if they put 100 people in the seats, that was a good night. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, ticket wise, you know. Yeah. But they yeah, paid, cool. the, you know, back then they paid the guys, you know, they might have right. paid them in hot dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just to wrestle, uh, yeah. you know. They, they paid him with the stripper that they brought up. Right. That's the right. That's right. He's traveling with us, fellas. <laughs> we got her for you. With a shamalama ding dong. So, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I, I did movies, but no TV this week. TV is pretty pretty much just reruns. So yeah. let's move into MTV. What's MTV doing this week? Because MTV is still well, fairly I... new. I mean, it's only been around like three years at this point. Yeah, and actually at uh, September coming up, so we're in June, September was the very first, I think it was the fourth, September 14th was the very first uh, MTV Music Video Awards. Oh, okay. So they hadn't so. had those at this point, so they're right. coming up, but right. as far as June, they hadn't happened yet. So if we had shifted, you know, into a couple months, there was some really, you know, cool stuff. Yeah. I, I kind of wish we were going into 85, because what a great segue to go from all the wrestling to the wrestlers doing the video of Land of a Thousand Dances. <laughs> I remember that? that. Yes. Remember that video? Cindy Lauper's wow. in it. You yep. got Captain Lou's in it. The whole, I mean, so we got well, to save and, it because that was 85. 85, yeah, the Goonies that. are good enough. You had all that stuff. This year, she mm-hmm. had, Cindy Lauper would have had Captain Lou Albano and uh, some of the rest of the WrestleMania one. Did we do that? Yeah, we did that one already. We did. Right. Yeah, that was. So, I mean, we were kind of, we kind of covered. Yeah. 85, beginning 85. But obviously, this is, yeah, when there was, you know, there was a time before WrestleMania. And then it was kind of like uh, Jesus Christ. It's a, a you know mm-hmm. ACDC <laughs> yeah. type of thing. Once <laughs> once that hits, then it goes into all that, and then uh, yeah. you know, then you're an Ultimate Warrior and all that shit throughout the late '80s. So I mean, we're gonna hit a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, so. it's crazy jump. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so what do we have in yeah. the MTV? So MTV, a um, couple of videos that were released. There actually wasn't any videos that I could find that were truly released in June, but May. So they're going to roll over. So um, one of them was Pearl in the Shell by Howard Jones was one of the videos that just I been love released. Howard Jones. Man. And 
Yeah, and and looking up, he was very underrated. I mean, yeah. it's a cool song. It's he's great. got a great not song. Not one of the big popular ones. That's not one of my head, yeah. but but yeah, I know a lot. Familiar of with it, but not not a go-to. Now this next one, yeah, Duran Duran, The Reflex. Oh yeah, The Reflex. <laughs> That's a great song. So coming up, nothing really June-wise, but Up Around the Bend by Hanoi Rocks. Remember that? Oh yeah. F- okay. Because this is hilarious. It's uh, kind uh, of a wacky video. Yeah, yeah Hanoi. Anybody watch Peacemaker on HBO Max? With John Cena, uh, James Gunn. No, the guy not yet. The, no. The, this last episode, the newest episode they had, he's like talking about how much he loves Hanoi Rocks, <laughs> and he plays the really? CT while they're going into. Yeah, they're like playing the song, and they're like two guys, and they're like Hanoi Rocks, and the guy's got a tattoo of Hanoi Rocks on his arm and stuff. Uh, and it's I didn't like, really. So it's kind of funny. I didn't remember it. Yeah, and I didn't remember it, and I wasn't sure because when I heard it, I'm like, we're on the bend. I'm like, I know that song, but I didn't know if it was a cover, but it's a CCR cover. Yeah, that, yeah. that was their song, was yeah. Up Around yeah. the Bend was, was CCR. Nice. So if we're June 7th, Saturday night at 11.45, this is when you can watch the MTV Top 20 Countdown. Wow. Um, so Wait, this at, isn't in the afternoon the or the, at night? At p.m.? According to the 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 listing that i found in the tv guide it was yeah. at, at night i couldn't find it listed during the day which okay. was weird like they didn't yeah. do it twice or whatever and they may have repeated it but that's when they had it in a, in a listing they didn't have anything else going on it's such a weird time it is but maybe they're who knows with some of the the i don't i think all the videos they're pretty clean and weren't crazy because there's no real madonna stuff going on so maybe they started pushing yeah. it later at night but and it might just been one station that i found but i thought it was kind of neat yeah. that they actually locked yeah. I could, you could see it in the listing of oh this huh. is going on this is going on and bam there's that this That's wasn't a, a video that was was um listed but it was a, i'm sure rich will talk about this too but wake me up before you go go was oh, released yeah. The yeah. month before in the UK, but then it finally came into the States right. and then that was good. But I can and give you the top 20 videos of 84. <clears throat> and one of them would be, um, well, let's start. What do you want to start at 20 and work our way down? You want me to start at one and go, let's go 20 and we'll come back. Yeah, just go down. We'll hit the list. Because 20, I don't remember. I remember the band, but I don't remember the song. Uh, number 20 is The Runner by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Now, Manfred Mann, Man, Man, I know. Yeah. Yeah. There mighty, she goes, just walking Queen. down the street. Yeah. 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 Lady Quinn, you um, had uh, Blinded by the Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the next line? Wrapped up like a deuce. Wrapped up like a deuce. Like a deuce. One line. A douche, deuce. What is it? Yeah. What is it? Wrecked up, wrapped up, wrapped up like a deuce. I don't, yeah. Well, wrapped up like it, a deuce. <laughs> like a Tootsie Roll, Tootsie Pop. The world may never know. Right. Um, 19 was The Warrior. Uh, Great Scandal, song. Scandal. Yeah. Is it Patty Smith or Patty Smythe? Patty Smythe. I don't know. Smythe, but she's I think. got a Y in it. Yeah. Smythe, yeah. She does have a Y in there. So yeah. it could go either way. It could but, be right. Also, because. So there was a Patty Smith some... and a Patty Smythe, I believe. That's why she went with Smythe. That's why she Patty probably Smith. changed. I bet, I bet Smythe changed her name. Yeah. Just because she's like, I don't want to be associated with the other Patty. But I think the other Patty might be a P-A-T-I-E. This is a P-A-T-I-E. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. This how is like that, chicken How'd that one go, Kyle? Shooting at the walls of heartache. Walls of heart. bang, 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 bang. I am the warrior. Yes, I am and the warrior. I love that song. <laughs> And, and she kind of, you know, if you didn't know, I also, when I first heard her, I thought it was Pat Benatar. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It has, she has that same kind of feel. Seems yeah. like a, her kind of song. Right. Um, I would agree with you on that. But, but let's not go too crazy because mm-hmm. um, we got some more coming. Now we're going to start to get in some really cool songs because this was a really good, good year of songs. So 
Yeah. Love this song. We're going to rock it a little bit harder now because now we're going to rat at number 18 with Round and Round. Round and Round. That was a video. So that was a pretty cool video. I remember that one. Um, Great song. Speaking of Pat Benatar, 17 at We Belong. Oh, yeah. A little bit slower song. A little bit one of her slower ones, but uh, still a good one. Uh, That's a good one. Print. Prince was dominating the time in 84, so let's go okay, crazy, yeah. Prince and the Revolution. Let's go crazy. This is 16. ZZ nice. Top's big with legs. Legs, yeah. Dur, dur, yeah. Um, this, these guys must have dominated the, the television screen because they have they had three major hits. So the first one was at 14 was Magic by... No, oh, no. Oh, crap. Not, uh, yeah. Well, you drive one every day. Oh, the cars, uh, yeah. The cars, yes, cars yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yep. it's magic. magic. Yeah. That was a few uh, magic songs, but yeah. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, well, didn't uh, Livy Newton John have one? Or that yep. just you have to believe we are magic? And uh, yeah. yeah. And you could count Steve Miller Band with Abra right. Abra. That's Abra a magic song, yeah. too. It Different is. title. Yeah. Uh, 13, top video, Rock Me Tonight, Billy Squire. Oh, yeah. Uh, Billy Squire was cool. He was a good yeah number 12 i do remember this this video um because he was kind of facing the screen and always he's always making weird weird mouth uh billy mouth idol? faces which is yeah billy idol eyes without a face oh, oh eyes so, without a face one of my favorite ones by him yeah yeah this got released in june and then um a few months later when they actually had the the video uh music awards uh it was nominated for best editing and cinematography so that was Good for you, Bill. What's with the face? Uh, speaking. <laughs> What's that? The Sinatra group. <laughs> Sinatra. What's up, cue ball? I'm thinking 14 in the side pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Billy Idol's in there, right? Yeah, like, oh, I, do, I really don't have any talent. Yeah. Stingless you got a kid. You got a Ben Vereen quality going. You're what's platinum. with the, yeah, what's with the face? He's like, he's doing it's like, what's with the face scary. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now I got to watch that. Uh, speaking of Cindy Lauper, number eleven, time after time, classic, time very after time. great song. Uh, let's see, love this song, uh, number ten, with our uh, pal that hadn't hit with uh, the power of love just yet, but the heart of rock and roll. The heart of rock and roll is still beating. Yep, great song. I think I'll always. <laughs> I think this is a, this is a, this is a great great rock ballad and an underrated band that i uh i think i still have the record album but night ranger night Rangers, oh sister, sister christian? christian oh man all i ever the think about is boogie nights come. boogie nights and the scene where the mm-hmm. little kids is throwing little firecrackers while they're they're trying to sell them fake cocaine um, oh, alfred right. molina's yep. character and he's like mm-hmm. he's playing this song and he's like really rocking out to it and this little chinese <laughs> kid's throwing these fireworks and they're like they're sitting on the couch like mark Wahlberg and all of them like jumping <laughs> It's a great oh, moment, great. but that that whole that, anytime you hear that song, that's the whole thing I think about now is that scene. From that is movie. a sister Christian? Yep. Like uh, sister number eight, Christian. number eight, David Bowie's "Blue Jean Live." Oh yeah, Blue Jean, good song. David Bowie, that's a great Love video. Bowie. Love Bowie. Um, Miss Bowie. Princess, Prince is coming back at number seven when doves cry because this is yeah, this is Purple this Rain would, Revolution. Yep. This is this is that yep. that Purple whole Rain. album. He's got all these all these hits are, are coming out. Um, same thing with 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 the cars because speaking of them, they're back at number six with Drive. Wow, their video Who's for gonna Drive. drive you home so I mean they they've got they got Magic, they got Drive, yeah. and uh, this is unprecedented because another the fi- top fifth. 
of 84 is You Might Think by the Cars. Now, that, that video, I know I definitely remember. Yeah. Um, that was a cool so, video. I mean, here they, they got three top top videos yeah. in 84. So they, I'm interested to see how this, go, their videos. how this affects the Billboard charts, how closely related they yeah, that's, get to that. I can't wait. That's why I want, I want to hear what Rich has got coming up. Because, I think um, some are going to be, but I think some are because they're coming out and right. not, they don't have a video yet. Type right. Of, you know what I mean? Right. The video really like yeah, it makes a difference with those. Well, because there's a huge album that came out uh, June 4th of this this week. I don't think the videos were out, but the album came out. But I'll let Rich talk about about that guy. He's he's the boss on that. So yeah, we'll get to that. That's a hint. That's a hint. Uh, number four, <laughs> we've got Phil Collins with Against All Odds. Oh yeah, that was uh, from the movie. I was trying to remember the video. I got it. Oh, that's right. Yep. It had a lot so of clips from the clips, movie. Clips from the movie. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I I I'm a little worried about bringing this one up, Kyle, because I'm afraid you might break your toe. Uh-oh. <clears throat> but number oh. three oh, was near, Kenny near, Loggins. Near, 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 near. <laughs> a little bit of Footloose. Footloose. Um, yes, I broke my toe to this song many years yeah. ago. Kyle, we were, I was Kyle with Don. for his first time in. Yep. <laughs> you would say. Syracuse. DJ, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. How, we don't. Oh, my God. I, I'm such a klutz. It, it, I'm so. I, I just have no coordination. I can't. I shouldn't be allowed to do yeah, well, that. Yeah, well. That kind of movement ever. You, you gave it a good college try. You're the first person ever to ever break their. <laughs> Tell uh, dancing to Footloose. Um, yep. But popped it right out of joint. I, I brought my toe, we went straight down, hit the hit the gym. It was like a gym dance floor, or whatever it was. It was a hardwood floor. Yeah. And it hit it and it just popped it right out of its joint. So that the tip of my toe was stacked on top of the other part of my toe. It came right out like that. Yeah. I didn't know what happened. We're in the middle for, of a wedding. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing this thing and I'm, I'm still going. But at first, I'm like, suddenly my toe felt weird. I feel numb. No, and I'm like, no, I sit no. down while they're still dancing. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I take I my shoe off and I look at my sock and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> right. No one wants to hear that. No one wants yeah. to hear oh, that. Yeah. Those were. <laughs> oh, we can, yikes. we can edit that out. Yeah. Can, no, I'm just thinking, Jesus out. Christ. Son. So, yeah. So we go to you the emergency room. That night. Your, you're trying to dance on your, your dress shoes. Like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Cause there was like a dance. We were doing this dance with it. We do it really fast. And the way your foot came down, like my foot wasn't supposed to come straight down like that. It just happened to come down like that when I hit the excited. floor. Got too yeah. Excited. I was just, I mean, prior, prior to the foot, you know, dislocation, he was rocking it. I mean, he oh, had the crowd, I was, you know, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was staying home. So we that we got done with that around eleven o'clock at night. I think was when that sh- that whole thing ended, and we had to go to the so, ER. We didn't leave the ER until like two in the morning. For hours. Yes, they hours. had me on a freaking heart hours. machine. Was ridiculous. Right, we got a foot yeah, loose, like, uh, a related injury here, folks. <laughs> like, is my injury. is my foot friend loose. dead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, his foot was actually loose. It was dangling. Um, well, maybe for the number two video of 1984, you should have done this instead of uh, no. dancing. You should have jumped uh, with Van Halen. So, Great song. I mean, I, I think the whole video was just uh, wow. It was just David Lee Roth jumping and just slow doing motion the splits off, off the speaker. Yeah, those, yep. those air kept, splits. Yeah, you know, kept jumping. <laughs> yeah, I want you to remember that Van Halen. Because I don't, I don't know if that's coming up. Really, that's coming up. In the, yeah, so I mean, really? I wonder if that was. It might have I been. It, I think it early on. I, I think it was early before that week. It's just had been, you know, and all these had been playing. Well, like, like I said, that's why I'm interested to see how this that. coincides because we're talking videos now. Right. Videos right. were definitely influenced by the visuals of it, whereas right. you know, this is past probably radio play at this point. That's been right. Right. It's oh, already probably been yeah. a hit on there. Yep. <clears throat> And the last one, top video of 1984, is Missing You by John Waite. I ain't missing you. 
I didn't realize it was 84. It always feels like it's later in the 80s to me, that song. But. Yeah, it's... Uh... Well, I, 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 I know that Rod, Rod Stewart's... Rod Stewart's covered it, but I don't. Maybe somebody else covered it in between, and that might maybe. be why, because they just keep keep. <laughs> that could be it why back. too. Yeah, just. But I know it's back. appeared in like a hundred movies too. It's like one of those songs that just is always sort of around. So it doesn't. Oh yeah. You know that's yep. probably right. why I feel like it's later. Awesome MTV. Look at that rocking yeah, it out. That's, for this. Yeah, pretty much what's All going right, on. That's with, pretty good, with, Don. I, yeah, that's good. You know, we got got a little oh, taste yeah. of the MTV in yeah. there. So why don't we? Um, I'll I'll segue into videos. Yeah. How about I segue into toys this week? See what's going on with toys. Then we'll All hit right, some do. video games, and then we could hit um, what do we got left after that? Comics and yeah, music, and then music. Uh, get yeah. All right. Or... So let's do com- let's do toys real quick. I'll see what's going on in the toy toy industry. There's a really cool one I thought was was awesome. I want to bring this up. This is the the A Team van. It was one of those Power Wheels ride on ones. Oh, yeah. So he sat in this really? thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So A Team was pretty hot at this time, you know. It was in its second season, going into its. I think it was in its going into its third season at this point, because it was a okay, yeah. mid-season replacement in '83. So '83 to '84 was its. It just finished its second season, it's heading into its third. So this thing was. Re- guess what this retails for? Try to take a guess on this, just sort of curiosity. Two hundred thirty-eight dollars. This is this is the one that the kids sit in. Yes, they sit in and drive around. Um, I'm gonna go ninety-nine ninety-nine. Oh, you're both a little high on this one. This was actually a, a little more affordable oh, really? for these. It's $69.99. Wow. I thought it would have been a lot it more than that. Too. I wanted to go no. $49.99, but I thought that was low. So. It, it's funny. If you look Especially at the picture. After of the pricing from the last. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Look at the picture of it online. If you ever get a chance to, it's called the 18 van, but it's a truck. It looks like a truck. Oh. <laughs> and and it's like, it was it's like one kid sitting in the, the middle of it. Like it's a, that's, he fills the whole thing up. But it has the, the that van roll bar thing that that spoiler in the back there, whatever that red spoiler that, yep. kind of, that they've added that to the back of a truck. <laughs> it looks horrible, but anyway, that was <laughs> that was a big thing for the the week. Who uh, who made it? Uh this was you know? um. Let's see. Uh, it doesn't have a listed. I got to look this up, but I'd have to look it up. It doesn't okay. say. I'm, I'm guessing it's Fisher Price's Power Wheels brand, but I could be wrong on that. Not entirely sure. Hmm. Um, that's the only one that doesn't have a manufacturer on it. Uh, other uh, next thing up was uh, Cabbage Patch Kids pinups. These are like uh, little Cabbage Patch Kid figurines that are in like a little display box. You can like I guess you could. Uh, they're like a magnet. You I don't like your fridge. I don't like things called pinups because that reminds me of you know something totally different, and I don't want a kid's toy yeah. thinking of it's a. Yeah. yeah, these were little, just little miniature figurines that you stuck. I guess I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you, Kyle. I got to back up. It says Coleco made them. Yes. Oh, Coleco made the A-Team thing? Yep. Yeah, yeah I, okay. had to, I had to look at this. I had to look at this atrocity. Now I know yeah. why it was so cheap. Yeah, you see it? It looks it's horrible, like, doesn't it? It's it's like the Fall Guys truck. Yeah. Like just painted black or something. I'm like, okay. And put that stupid roll, just, that spoiler in the bag. It's like, what right. the hell is I mean, that thing? I mean, I, I want one now, but okay. Yeah, I, we can go on. Sorry. Coleco <laughs> actually makes the Cabbage Patch Kids at this time. I remember just Johnny Williams had the uh, the Fall Guy truck. So, oh, yeah. so I remember. Yeah, it's probably so I, just I'm the same thing. Yeah, probably. Just yeah. painted black, right? Yeah. So it looks like. Yeah, just painted black with the red spoiler on the back. Yeah. Uh, next thing up uh, we'll look at is uh, the uh, Barbie Star Traveler. This was a uh, like a, a motorhome for Barbie by Mattel. Retail oh. for $39.99. It had uh, bucket seats. This was a feature that it lists and a quote-unquote CB radio. 
Big thing at the time. What was her handle? <laughs> Blonde bitch in the tr- in the van. <laughs> 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 um, next up, we had the Coleco video system. So ColecoVision yeah. was selling pretty well still at this time for one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. Pretty pretty hefty price tag since Atari was ninety nine ninety nine. So, but the the graphics were better on it, so it was a, a, a you know preferable for that um, purpose. Uh, just a couple other things we'll hit real quick. One of the big things that uh, Don, you'll you'll appreciate this one, especially since it arrived on your front porch uh, at one point. The Imperial Shuttle. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> Retailing at thirty-seven ninety-nine from the Return of the Jedi collection, so that was a pretty cool toy. Um, let's see. Uh, also, we had the uh, um, Garfield lunch kit, so it was just a lunchbox for Garfield lunchbox. For retailed at sixty-nine ninety-nine or six ninety-nine. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm back at the, More than the A-team truck. <laughs> truck sorry i'm like god yes. damn was there at least a lasagna in that motherfucker <laughs> yeah there was a real garfield in there <laughs> jesus christ the, the lorenzo music voice you know come yeah. out pop out of the lunch and like sorry. i'm gonna give you my lunch let me go with all it. right all right uh, a couple other things left r2d2 toy box that was a cool little toy from that time just a toy box shaped like r2d2 26.99 this was for right. um too much and then in, in line with that I, I think you'll appreciate one of these as well the official Official Menudo rock guitar. So that was for those oh. Menudo fans at that time. Had a nice picture Ricky of the Martin Menudo. Sign it? Oh, he could have, but it's, he's pictured on the really? front of it. So it was a beautiful thing. $14.99. That was a 30 inch uh, guitar that you can pretend to play. So My those are some of the toys that are nice. selling at this time. So <laughs> I do Very have nice. a I do have a point, a point of clarification on that. Yeah. Um when you mentioned, oh, it arrived on my front porch. It wasn't for me, it was for you. That is correct, sir. I didn't order it. I know. <laughs> uh, like I was like Kyle drove by my house, like, hey, it looks like he's got a shuttle titanium on his front porch. No, I I ordered it and uh, uh yeah, my, my uh, ex-wife you know. would not let me buy uh my stuff, so I had to secretly send them to Todd's house. <laughs> I gladly uh, accepted. Yeah, nice, those were, nice those place, were, were nice fun place. times. Yeah. Well, the the Supreme Court said we could do it. Yeah, it was, it was legal. It was a ruling by the <laughs> Supreme Court. It was totally yeah legal to do. Right. And every legal right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. So there's your toys for some of your toys from '84. We'll we'll get yeah, into more as the the year rolls on, but some of the stuff going good. on. Very good. Very good. That's cool. All right, so uh, we can roll into how about we roll into video games, talk about comics, and go back to music. How's that sound? You feeling good okay. about that, Rich? Yeah. Let's yeah. see what Sounds video games good. are happening this uh, this fine <coughs> week of 1984. Yep, 84. Yep, we saw many sequels uh, this year. And yeah. uh, I mean, Atari's um, rocking it out. Arcades yeah. are big. Looks, Absolutely. Looks uh, titles: 1942. Oh yeah. That? Yep. Uh, Boulder Dash. Uh, Cobra oh, yeah. Command. Uh, Not to be G- confused with GI Joe, right? It was just like yeah. a weird. <laughs> yes, exactly. Snake, right. It was a snake, actually a snake game. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we had a uh, Karate Champ. Yeah, uh, we talked about that one. That's a classic. Yeah, uh, Kung Fu Master. Another classic. Uh, yeah. Tetris. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Tetris uh, taken uh, off. Punch Out. There's a few. There, these some of these are over in Japan still. We're not right. getting a feel for them. You know what's uh, interesting about Tetris is I don't think Tetris because it was a Russian game and it was popular in the arcades to a degree, but it yeah. didn't really get popular yeah. with, around us till the Game Boy. Really, that's when everybody right, played it. Right. That's when everybody had it. it. Was like late '80s, early '90s. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You're right. And uh, uh, the highest grossing arcade game, we got pole position. Yeah, great game. And oh, track, yeah. Interesting track cartoon. and field. I think track and field based yep. off the Olympics. Yes, because you know, it was idea. like you do like the the hurdles and you do like the javelin throws. It's like long oh, yeah. Right. Junk. Right. yeah, it was weird. Uh, uh, biggest uh, 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 Nintendo's family computer Famicom. Yep, uh, that was sold in Japan. Japan. All the time. Yeah, because we're still a year away from getting it in the U.S. Uh, but one thing I uh, one one game jumped out before I get into uh, keep rolling this. Uh, one of the other games here was called Jet Set Willy. Jet Set Willy. Yeah, that's what I saw that too. It sounds familiar, but I can't. Jet Set Willy, and I thought. When I saw it, I said, Jet Set Willie sounds like a 1940s guy that's doing well, like Jet Set. Right. Jet Set yeah. Willie. Yeah. Jet you know Set. what I mean? That, that, yeah. That's the way I took it. So I had to d- take a little deeper dive. Yep. Uh, Jet Set Willie is a platform video game originally written by Matthew Smith hmm. uh, for the ZX Spectrum home computer. Okay. ZX Spectrum. Yeah. Huh. It was published in 1984. Wow. <laughs> so, so. The game is a sequel to Manic Miner, published in 1983, uh, and uh, the second game in the huh. Miner Willie series. Interesting. So in that game, he uh, was a miner, you know, okay. uh, a young know, kid getting. Well, no, no, the other kind. He was getting uh, oh, some sort like of ore, holds whatnot. Uh, I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give you the, the plot. Here to Jet Set Willy. Oh, the Jet Set Willy. There is one. Yes, yes. The plot is a tired miner, miner Willy has to tidy up all the items left around his house after a huge party. With this done, his housekeeper Maria will let him go to bed. Willie's mansion. What? Hey, hold it. This is one of those games like <laughs> like brush your teeth. You know what yeah. I mean? In the eighties, yeah. when they just start running out oh, of shit to do. Yeah, this right. one that so, they go like and they have to go into different rooms. Yeah, kind of so so yeah. so oh. Willie Willie's mansion was brought uh, was was bought. He's a miner with a mansion. Okay. Yes. Right, right. That yeah. makes sense. Willie's mansion totally implausible was bought with his wealth <laughs> obtained from his adventures in Manic mm-hmm. Miner. Okay, but much of it remains unexplored, and it appears to be full of strange creatures, mm-hmm. possibly a result of the previously missing owners experiments willie must explore the enormous mansion and its grounds including a beach and a yacht to fully tidy up the house so he can get some much needed sleep (laughs) wow yeah that's a, I mean, that's priority. Wow. Tidy up the house. Yeah. That's, a, and that's was, his goal. Uh, that's my was, goal. I, I'm playing a video game. My yeah. life is a video game. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, mine too. What the freak? He's going to tidy up the house, take out the garbage, mow the lawn. So How many points do I get for that? Right. I, I looked at the graphics. Very, <laughs> the graphics are very basic. You know yeah. I mean? We're just right. stick figure coming across, right. jumping down. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, not, Jet Set Willie. Jet wow. Set Willie. Yeah, thought you two wouldn't know too much about it, so no. I wanted to expand our knowledge on that one. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a crazy game. That's yeah. like, what was the last one we had? The Fiery Fist of Pain or whatever the last game we had? Uh, it was like yeah. a crazy oh, yeah. one. That was a Kung Fu one. Yeah, yeah that's like, yeah. It's like right in line with those wacky. Yeah, those yeah wacky you know, and it's, it's, those, it's these ones that you don't, you yeah. don't remember, you know? Oh, I no, don't yeah. remember that, though. Not but, at all. Never. Uh, and I haven't heard the term minor Willie since the first time my wife saw me naked. So was... <laughs> Exactly. 
Oh, uh, and then uh, financial performance really. uh, in the United States. Uh, so the home video game sales fell to 800 million this year. Well, yeah, because this oh, is after the fall of the ET. And... This is after the fall. Yeah. And so we we're... covered in 83. Right. Where uh, the video games, they became too abundant. And like we said, right. you know, it was like the ET game. It was like, yeah. put a game out and make it shit, which yeah. is this game. Yeah. And, and this people game, are buying it. But obviously, like, uh, you're right. Uh, Manic Miner probably was a big game because it was in, you know, a year or two before. Right. You went across, you were just digging shit. You found right. gold and you got yeah. stuff. Oh, it made sense. You know, we don't need part two where he's got a mansion. He's got to clean it. Right. <laughs> right. So, to, right. So, to get some sleep. Clean. The... This guy's right. got priorities. Yeah, right. right. Must clean um, the house. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, so, but uh, awesome. so jumping into the, let me get ahead to where we need to be. What a lackluster into... finish to just get a game done so the guy can rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, gold. No, you know. But you know, no. back then everybody was like all cocaine up, so they're probably yeah. like, oh, you yeah, know, after like three bag. days being stressed the out, they're bag. probably like, I just wanted to get some sleep. I get well, it. That's, I get damn, it. That's a goal of the game. I just no. want to sleep. It's gold. No, it's gold. This is a game. Man. Uh, so the United States, uh, you get uh, video games, and I think we are into this. Is the yeah, this is. You just check back because they got all the different categories. I want to make sure that this is not the the arcade games. Yes, the arcade games for that time because there's two different. Obviously, at this time you had the arcade and we had the home systems. Uh, so the best in the United States, number one at this time, Dragon's Lair. Oh God, oh, yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah. The hardest is freaking game ever put out in the arcade. Fifty mm -hmm. cents of my money yes. every time I died in within two seconds. And I put another for, yeah, pay for that. You had to pay for <laughs> that laser disc inside it. Yeah, I know. Jesus. And now, now you know, and you're like, really? That's it? It was, it was a remote That's control it. for a laser disc. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, pole position. We all pole can game. appreciate yeah. that. Racing uh, number three, number three, track and field. And mm -hmm. that, like I say, that's all based yep. off of, uh, you know, yeah, the Olympics at yep. the time. Yep. Uh, number four, Mach 3. Okay. Air fighting fighter yeah. game. Yep. Oh, Air, fight, yep. It was like a flight uh, F-16 or whatever it was. I think yeah, something like that. Right. One of those type of planes. And back then it was big for us. You know, yeah, that was cool. Guys, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, number five, Spy Hunter. Oh, I love some that. Spy Hunter. Great Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter. Love Spy Hunter. Do, 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 do. Uh, had that, number six, that Star Wars. Oh, I love Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. bad, but so great. Because it was that. Yeah, just those those thin lines. Like there wasn't really anything solid. It was like the vectors, you know, where everything was just the the lines. Everything was hollow. You and you would do like shoot through Tie Fighters and yeah. just turn into these stars, like these asterisks. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so yeah. chintzy. Yeah, so chintzy. Was that a, was exactly. that a in the arcade? Was that a sit in game? Both. You, they had to stand up it, one. Yeah. and They had the sit down ones. But yeah, sit down. Both okay, Empire yeah. and and Star Wars had right. that sit down. Had right. them. Yep. Stand stand up. Twenty five cents. Sit down. Fifty. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Just away. to rest your ass. It's gonna cost a quarter. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. Uh, number seven. Space Ace. Oh, that was just like that was like Dragon Slayer. It was the cartoon Don Bluth one. The same. That's same what, exact okay, thing. Yeah, it was so. a laser disc, and again, okay. freaking hard as hell because you had no idea how to control uh, that stupid thing. Number eight. Punch Out. This is oh, the yeah. predecessor to yeah. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's Punch, punch out. out. This oh, is yeah. just Punch Out. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, just Punch Out. And uh, number nine, 
versus tennis. Okay. So I assume you're playing tennis. Yeah. Okay. So playing against someone versus tennis. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And number 10, Astron Bell. Don't remember that. Astron Bell. Yeah. That one I'm not familiar with. Yes. Hmm. Uh, the best selling uh, home systems at the time, uh, the family computer, uh, the Famcon, which yeah. was actually only available in Japan. Japan. At the time. Yeah. But that was pretty much it. They well, I mean, had 3 million sales. There. In the US, stuff wasn't really selling like it, it was. You know, I mean, that was the big <laughs> And the only game you could get was Jet Set Willy. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. This is a great Clean your house. In Japan, they're like, this is the greatest game ever. <laughs> Right. I love that. <laughs> Just that well. Uh, number two, Commodore 64. We all Hell remember yeah. that. Of course. Uh, number three, I, IBM personal computer. Yep. Number yeah, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these you're not going to. TI-99 yep. slash 4A. Text yep. Remember that? Yep. Text Okay. So that's it. Yep. Uh, number five, the Apple II. The Apple II is still hot. Yeah. Came out in yeah, 78. Uh, and it was still selling well in 84. Number six, the NEC PC-88. Yep, NEC's uh, PC. Number seven, the Apple Macintosh. Ah, uh, yeah, the Mac had just come out in January, so that was the first GUI yep. interface. Big and that was based that off point. the whole, uh, I think yeah. that came up a little bit later, but I'm just going to say the whole, remember the Macintosh came out, it was based yeah. off of the Super Bowl commercial. Yes. Where yeah, it yes. was the... Uh, we're changing yep. things, remember? And the yes. person came out swinging yep. the hammer and threw 1984, it. 1984, yeah. That was a classic yes. take on the George Orwell, 1984. Commercial. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, number eight, MSX. Hmm. Remember that so much? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine, yeah. Uh, Coleco Adam. Okay. Coleco's computer. Uh, yeah. Coleco. Yeah. And number 10, Sega SG 1000. Oh, yeah. So this was even before the master system. Predecessor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good time. Um, And we're going to jump over to best-selling home video games for the United Kingdom. Just had to let you know, number one, Jet Set Willy. (laughs) (laughs) The UK, you bastards. (laughs) Clean that mansion. Yeah, because they're... This is why they hate us. You got to learn to clean the house, Franz. Oh, finally, a video game for us British. Clean the home. Good job, Willy. Good job. Good show, Willie. That's going to chafe. That's going to chafe my Willie. A couple things just for the year '84. Since we're here, going to let you know. February seventeenth, Nintendo launched the initial version of boxing game Punch Out. Okay, obviously before. Yep. uh, You know when they came to the U.S. You know, a year later, it's uh, you know they had to. Gotta be Mike Tyson. Right. April, uh, Namco released, uh, I thought this was funny. Uh, everybody remembers Galaga. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a uh, sequel to it called uh, Gapless. Huh, Gapless. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that at all. Don't remember uh-huh. that either. I probably no, just thought it was uh, Galaga when I played it. it was no, it yeah. yeah. G-A-P-L-U-S, Gapless, huh. I assume Gap-less. is the yeah. pronunciation. Uh, I would assume so. Uh, and uh, July, uh, Data East releases yep. Techno's Techno's Japan's Karate Champ. Okay. Laying the foundation for the one-on-one fighting game genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you WK remember Mortal how Kombat. it was set up with, yeah. where it was going yep. back and forth. Yep. Pretty awesome. Fight. Cool stuff. Fight. Yeah. And love it. Oh. Good stuff. Right. Video oh, games. One were second, playing games. All right. Let's hold the thing. 
and uh, the last thing I got is uh, so June six. Uh, so is uh, Alexei uh, Pantinov uh, creates Tetris in Russia. Okay. Yeah, the Russian. So yeah. uh, okay. Soviet Union. So we, I think you were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. And, uh, what a good job she that, did. Um, I'm going to make console. some of these boxes and move them around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll throw it June. Uh, let's see, uh, consoles. Uh, June fourth, Nintendo releases uh, a conversion of their own Donkey Kong Three for Famicom. Cool. Um, uh, same year, just throwing it out there. January twenty fourth, Apple Inc. announces the original one twenty eight uh, floppy disk only Macintosh. Oh uh, yeah. Atari announced the uh, Atari seventy eight hundred. Next Still gen training. console, yeah. uh, and that was uh, it. Got kept getting delayed till '86, uh, and yeah, because it of legal didn't issues. sell well either. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, discontinued systems was the Atari 5200, yeah. uh, the Magnavox Odyssey. Oh no! <laughs> you were oh, wow. just, you were bombing, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and the Odyssey 2 actually was the yeah. one. That was the oh, yeah, yeah. That's son right. of a bitch that uh, we got. In <laughs> they conned you at Perry's Harder. Yep. Goddamn oh, bastards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's video games. Cool, so man. I'm glad at least Sweet. at the very least we could die, take a deep dive into Jet yeah. Set Willie and uh, Jet get Set that Willie, monkey baby. off our back. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't become a movie. I mean, the, the story just sells itself. That, that needs to sell itself. I'll tell you what. Maybe that's our calling. That is it right yeah. there. We got to get Set the rights Willie. to Jet Set Willie and make it. I'll into tell a you what, that, you know, that could that could have been the predecessor to Resident Evil. You know what I mean? <laughs> going well, through a mansion. Going through a mansion. Yeah. 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 Then you can do the origin story of Jet Set Willie when yeah. he was a minor, minor, when he was actually a kid. Yeah. He's a minor, minor. <laughs> yeah. That's Let's get money. Richard back on the horn. I got I got some ideas I want yeah, to jot down. Going. I think he could write this for us. There's yep. money to be made. Yeah, Elevator man. pitch. Three yeah. words. Jet set Willie. Go. <laughs> Done. Sold. <laughs> oh man. You've got right. four weeks to write this. All right. Oh, it writes itself. Cool. All, All right. right. Yeah. Like Let's, butter. <laughs> Let's roll into comics this week. Suits and Spinnerack is uh is holding for us this week. So we're talking okay. books that are marked September. 1984 being on the Thank shelves you. in June. This is June, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. figure that out. So yeah, we got this going. All right, so let's talk about what's going on. Number uh, 559 of Action Comics came out this week. So we're talking some Superman action. The Once and Excellent. Future Peril, script by Bob Rosakis. Bob Rosakis is a friend of us over at MVCC where I work. He comes up and does a lot of stuff with us. Really, really swell guy. Um, he's usually up every year at uh, our Comic Cons and stuff. Pencils by Kurt Schaffenberg, inks by uh, Dave Hunt. Superman battles the Yellow Perry, a Superman of a different color. Script by Paul Kupperberg is the other story in there. So there's a couple stories. All right, that's uh, Action Comics. What's rolling in next? We've got, um, um, oh, that's not one. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm looking through my list, and one of them is this magazine called Adam, which is kind of a was a porn magazine at the time, and it comes up in my list of spinner racks. I'm like, I, don't made, think, made... I don't think you'd see that on the spinner rack, but it comes up in my list. Is that one written by Coleco as well? <laughs> Coleco's all over the place. Maybe it was the instruction manual for Adam. Coleco Adam. <laughs> uh, next up, All-Star <laughs> Squadron. Playing the game. 
All-Star Ooh, Squadron yeah. number 37. Um, this one is uh, we've got cover pencils by Rick Holberg and inks by Jerry Ordway. Jerry Ordway is awesome. Lightning in Berlin, script by Roy Thomas, one of the classics. Uh, writers of that time. Uh, this is where Hitler holds Billy Batson hostage. The JSA discovers that Captain Marvel has been uh, corrupted by the Spear of Destiny. Cool stuff. One of the Hitler uh, artifacts he was looking for. In case you were He's always buff. being a bastard. No he matter sure where is. he is. <laughs> and that Next. was, that was uh, that, that's DC, right? Yes, All-Star Squadron was DC. I always wonder why like Captain Marvel was in DC. Yeah. Well, there's they have their captain. There's well, he's no longer Captain Marvel at this time because they now have a Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is Shazam, he's the same character. They just that's, uh, now he's good. just Shazam. So, but he was right. originally Captain Marvel. Um, and now they have Captain Marvel's that we've seen her movies now. So. Now, is that because like when they went to trial with Marvel, that Marvel been... said we're gonna sue you for like 10 million fucking dollars, and he went Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just stick with I think Shazam. I'd rather be called. I'd rather be called Captain Marvel. I think. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. Yeah. yeah. Shazam. Yeah. What is that? Uh, that was Gober Pyle. Is that his catchphrase? Right. Shazam. I'm Shazam. Shazam. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the whole thing. But yeah, Captain, because Captain Marvel was originally a Charlton, Charleston character, whatever. That was that weird comic company, and yeah, then DC yeah. bought all their characters. Including like Sandman, Question, like all those characters they pulled in and they uh, rolled them into their stuff. But yeah, Captain Marvel finally changed shortly. <laughs> Shit, dog Ronnie. You know, all <laughs> the good characters. You know what I mean? They, right. They... Oh, man. Next up, Alpha Flight number 14, biology class, Submariner cameo in this one. Story and art by John Byrne, one of my favorites. The team continues to deal with Guardian's death. However, Puck and Heather may soon be joining Guardian. In the afterlife, when they meet, what lurks below? Ooh. There you go. Some action-packed excitement. Um, next up, we got Amazing Spider-Man number two fifty-six. Introducing Puma, part one of two. Ooh. First appearance of Puma. So big deal. That was a good era. That was he a good era. In the, yeah, two hundreds there. Yeah, that was right before, uh, right before Hobgoblin. Yes. Yeah. And that ten issues. Yeah, it's close. It's right yeah. Yeah, right before, yeah, because that would have been during the Roger Stern uh, writing time. But this was Tom DeFalco writing this one. Um, pencils by Ron uh, Friends. Um, this was where the Rose is tired of the web slinging interfering in his criminal uh, activities. So the underworld boss brings in the assassin from American Southwest, Puma. Spidey doesn't much doesn't know much about Puma, aka Thomas Fireheart, but he will very soon. There you go. Good stuff. Look but he was wearing that was when he was still in the he was in the black costume at that point, right? Or no? Yeah, uh, yeah, because it was yeah. 252, I think was the yes, I think it, yeah. Um because this Secret was after Wars. Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars. Yep. Interesting. So yeah, that was an interesting uh time. I, I always kind of dug the black costume, but you know. It, uh, Mixed it up. It did. Kids in the sixties and seventies that all he knew was the red and blue, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, all right. Next, next up is a weird book, but I'm going to put that one out there. Atari Force. Remember Atari Force? This was. Uh, yeah, I do. I remember yeah. the name. I don't remember the the, car, <laughs> the comic. What yeah. was it based on? It, it was just it, just the name of Atari because they they had the symbol, the Atari symbol on their their suits that they wore. 
Um, but it was just they were just like the space action. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. I do remember. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So this was a uh, um, the Tempest returns to New Earth to try to learn from the Dark Destroyer in Memory Lane, script by Jerry Conway. I think Jerry Conway wrote them all. There weren't that many. I think there was only like twenty something issues. That was the end. Um, next up, Avengers number 247, The Ties That Bind, part two of three, guest starring The Eternals, who are now in big with their own movie. This was script by Roger Stern, one of my favorite writers, art by Al Mingram. And was Joe it The Sinop. Eternals movie you told me was shit? Uh, no. What one was it that I told you was shit? Um, I can't remember offhand. I haven't seen Eternals, so I, I can't tell you that one was shit. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No, I told <laughs> My wife's like, uh, the Eternals movie's coming out. She likes Marvel. I'm like, Kyle Lynn said it was shit, so it's shit. Because yeah. he wouldn't lie to us. We ain't watching it. No, no. I, that one I haven't seen. I can't remember which oh, one I said right, was okay. bad. It was, I'm going to have to watch that one. I got to listen back to what I said. Yeah. You told me, you're like, uh, don't even bother watching it. Be, you'll never get that time back in your life. <laughs> and, it, and you're like, and I wow. and I watch all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. well, I'll, I'll eat, I eat Lynn this. Lynn said so. Cool. Yeah, I eat all yeah. of it. I like all of it. So if it's bad, then it's it right. really, it's probably bad. It was, yeah, it was an offshoot. It was an yeah. offshoot type of thing. Yeah. All yeah, right. I got to remember that. Now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now I need to know what the heck that was. I have, to, I have to think back bad. now. Yeah. All right. And this one, in Northern Greece, the Wasp and Star Fox wake up in the company of the Eternals. So that's the big. Yeah, that happens. Argument. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a bummer. They must have been drunk the night before. I don't know. Yeah, oh, called sure. that Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh let's see all right we're getting to the list here um okay oh batman number 375 this week so we have uh, mm. a pretty cool one because this was inks uh a cover was a klaus jansen cover which is kind of cool oh um but the the glacier under gotham starring batman robin this was the jason todd robin uh mr freeze uh came into this one we had vicky vale and harvey bullock also appeared script by doug mensch Pencils by Don Newton. Um, Mr. Freeze returns with a giant ice cannon, which he intends to use to freeze and loot Gotham City. There's your plot. You know, that's all Mr. Freeze ever wants to do. Just freeze. Yeah, yeah I think that's a plot for everything. Right yeah. <laughs> um, do next you have up, a different agenda any other time? That seems to be his agenda. Just uh, everything's got to be thing. frozen. Yeah, you know. Gotta, yeah. Got to get a new, a new shtick there, uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh, next up, Batman and the Outsiders Annual Number One. So while Batman is incapacitated, the team takes on the force of July. That is what they're called. In Land Where Our Fathers Died. Script by Mike W. Barr. Pencils by Jerome Moore. Hmm. There you go. Um, Simpler time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. Some of these are are UK books. I'm going to kind of breeze over. I don't want to talk about those. Um, Let's see what the big ones. Not a lot. This is a pretty short week. Uh, Blackhawk number 272 that was a, another one who's if you're familiar with his stories that's a World War II pilot. Blue Devil number four was a big one this week. With Zatanna's help Blue Devil enters Nibiru's dimension to ask the demon to reverse the spell in the Sorceress Apprentice. Sorceress's Apprentice part one of two. Huh. Script by Gary Cohn. All right. Um, let's see one, just a couple more on my list that I think are worth noting. Captain America, number 297, Red Skull in All My Sins Remembered, story by J.M. DeMatteis. 
art by Paul Neary and Roy Richardson, there is a growing dissension among the bad guys as Baron Zemo and Mother Superior plot against one another to become the Red Skull's protege. Cool stuff right there. Cap's got to battle that nonsense. Um, We talked about this one last time, so I'm going to bring it up. Cerebus, (laughs) number 66, possum. Cerebus, uh, the aardvark. The thrill of agony and the victory of defeat contains the famous baby-throwing incident. That's what this plot is. I don't know what that is, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> so you, might have to, you might have to check out Cerebus number 66 to see what he's baby-throwing is going on there. Um, the only big thing other than that this week was some comics journals and uh, Conan the Barbarian number 162, um, mm-hmm. which was cover art by John Buscema, Destroyer in the Flame, starring Conan, uh, Fafir, and Jeggy Zod, Jerji Zod, sorry, not spelling that right. Uh, that was a uh, uh, where uh, Jergy sends the Brotherhood of the Falcon against Conan, leading Conan to Jergy's own temple, intending to take over his body. Great stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's but, this. But before stuff. he does that, he has to clean his room. <laughs> Just like, yeah. that really. That's that Willie crazy dude. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah. sorry. One more on my list. Daredevil number oh. two ten. This will be my last one. Sorry. Uh, Survivor, oh, yeah. written by uh, David Musacelli uh, and Dennis O'Neill. Uh, you had this one, and da- uh, David also did the pencils. Uh, this one was Mika gets restraining order against Dee Dee. Kingpin catches Mika's men poaching or, and teaches them a lesson. Mika breaks Crossbow out of prison and uses him to lure Dee Dee into a trap. Mika learns that Dee Dee and Murdoch are one and the same. So pretty key moment in Daredevil's saga at that point. So there you go. Those are the spinner rack titles for this week. Fun stuff, right? Sweet. Very nice. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Spinner rack. Yay. (laughs) So yeah, that's what we're buying. The 60 cent (laughs) covers at this time too. So that was, those were the times. Now books are $4.00. For your cheapest one, I know, right? <laughs> Crazy. Oh well. So why don't we roll into uh, music and see what's going on in the billboards? Okay. Uh, top one hundred. Yes, sir. Yep. So let's so take yes, us away and, uh, to the music of the the nineteen eighty four. I know you're ready, Kyle. You're I am. Ready. Oh, I'm so ready. I love this oh, yeah. part. This is one of my favorite segments. All right, as we do always, number one hundred is by Yes. It's Leave it. Oh, God, I love this song. Really? Yeah, Yes was cool. Okay. Man. I, don't, I don't know why, but I, this one is a really good one. Remember this song? No. Well, we're going to when you fucking slip the music. And now I, I really don't. I love Yes had a couple really good hits. This is one that I really like. Right. This one in... Uh, um, was it love will find a way? Those were like two. I'm not. I'm not though. a big Yes yeah. fan well, either. I don't. I don't know. So I big generator know. was a great uh, album, but this one was a great one. Can't be Leave that. It. Can't be that good. You didn't break. You didn't break your toe dancing to it. So yeah, that's can't true. be that good. That's true. Wasn't that big a hit? I guess. I love it. <laughs> I got yeah. to. Uh, I'm say some good jump stuff. right below that to number ninety nine. And uh, you, I know Don will appreciate this one. For I sure. hope so. It's, uh, it's a King up. of Suede, Weird Al oh, yeah. Yankovic. Oh, King you know, of Suede. Yeah, the, uh, King of Suede. The, uh, I'll always the King be. of Pain uh, yes. parody. The police King of Pain one. Yeah. Love it. King of Suede. Uh, <laughs> That's what I forget about. Uh, 
You don't hear that well, one when you, you hear, listen back a lot. Yeah, now it's like anytime you hear the original, I'm like, what the hell is this? Where's Weird Al? It's like the Weird Al songs are the songs that stick in my head because they're funny. Right? Oh, God, yeah. I always, I always worked hard at listening and learning the lyrics to a Weird Al song when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm bummed that's that's at 99. That should be at nine, nine, not 99. But. Yeah, man. Get him up there. Well, maybe it's, it's on the way out. It, it says it's on the way could down. So. I mean, King I of Pain got, was he's, from... He's got to have another one. He might. Uh, we'll see. Has he got another one in there? He did. Uh, 97. 97. Here comes the rain again. Eurythmics. Here comes do, the rain do, again. Do, 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 falling do. on my head like a memory. <laughs> Falling on my head <laughs> like a new emotion. Eurythmics. <laughs> oh, they were great. All right, number right below that, number 96. Show me pretenders. Okay. Show me. I don't know. That's a different one. It's a good, I, I, pretenders were good. They had a lot of great songs. Well, um, yeah. We're going to find out when you do the editing. I'll make you, make you show me. Number two, Original Sin and Excess. That's Brass and Pocket. I don't oh, think it's Brass and Pocket. Okay. But show me is. I, <laughs> I think all those songs are the same. Yeah. Just put them all. Yeah. It's close yeah, enough. It's in there. I'll, I'll remember on here. Well, yes, Original Sin by In Excess. In Excess was great. I yep. love In Excess. Yeah. Well, Anything they put out was, like, was so eh, good. In Excess, that was a little, for me, that was early In Excess. Early, I mean, yeah, real early. I mean, yeah, this was before was, they really yeah. exploded. This was off. I this knew them like, more in the late 80s. Late right. 80s. Is You're talking like 80, 89. Yeah. 88 yeah, when Kick hit. Like, Kick was awesome. Some, that was huge. Sometimes when I see those, I see a band in the early 80s, and I'm like, I don't you know what I mean? You look and you go, "Yeah, this is your early work." I must yeah. be because I don't remember things. I think this was even before uh, "Listen Like Thieves." That was like '86-ish because that's when "Give Me Watching Me," "Give Me Watching Me," so. yeah. That was '86. Uh, number eighty-eight, "Jam On It," "Nucleus." Jam on it. <laughs> I don't know. Rap. Don't know. Rap. Yeah, yeah. I think this yeah. was a rap one. Jam right? on it. You know. So Jam it's. On uh, it. Yeah. Hey, nucleus, you want anything like, on that sandwich? Jam on it. What's a jam on it? <laughs> What's missing on your toast? Jam on it. Uh-oh. 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 You got peanut butter? Put some jam faster? on it. <laughs> Should I drive a little faster? Yeah, go ahead and jam on it. I mean. Oh, we could uh, do this all night. It wrote itself. That's right. Yeah, this is Number 82. One. Bringing on the heartbreak. Def Leppard. Bringing on. Oh man, that was a good one. That was during like yeah. Photograph and all those hits. I'm dropping down to number 77, and the only reason I'm doing this is because of the artist. Uh, they oh. don't know Tracy Allman. Yeah, oh yeah. They don't I know, know about us. Thought, that was her big hit. Yeah, this was before her I, show. The only hit. thing I remember her from was from the show and the Simpsons yep. and all that. Yeah. I mean, uh, but oh, they yeah. don't know about us. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the song. Tracy, yeah, you'll it's know like it I, when you hear it. I it, saw it, Tracy Allman and I said, I got to look this up and see if this is the same woman. And it was. Yeah, well, it is. It's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a big hit. But it's and it's a. It was a sizable hit. It's one you will remember when you hear it. Well, I mean, don't know about I, mean, I, I only knew her from the show. I thought yeah. she was a comic. You know, from, yeah, because it was a yeah. skit show, right? and she was, yeah. yeah, she was a couple, yeah. She, I was this close, I touched it. 
<laughs> touched. <laughs> uh, <Right. laughs> you mean you changed it to latrine? <laughs> yeah, it used to be shit house. <laughs> Number sixty nine. She don't know me, Bon Jovi. Again, eighty four. It's a yeah, this, early Bon Jovi. Form. Way before uh-huh. Slippery When Wet. Way before Runaway. So yeah, and, it, and is... it's written. It's written in uh, street vernacular. Is she don't know me? She don't know me. Yeah. She don't know me. I don't know. I'm just making it up. I don't know. So, I, but Bon Jovi. I mean, that's, yeah? that's like two years. That's two years before any Bon Jovi I know. Yeah, because Runaway trying. would have been. They're working their way up. When they did that cover yeah. of uh, Runaway. Later on. Yeah, it was yeah. 80, 85-ish, I think, 86-ish. Might have been off. Okay. Uh, number 67, Tonight, Cool in the Gang. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool in the Man, Cool in the Gang still writing hits. Still in the you know mm-hmm. mid-80s, and they're still going. Celebrate And that's why I looked right underneath there, number 66, I Want to Break Free, Queen. I want to break I free. I want to yeah. break free. Want to break free. It's a good song too, yeah. Man, you forget that's where yeah. that came out. That Not feels that. like it should have been like seventies or something like that. It doesn't feel like Queen was coming out right. no, no. Like in eighty four. Because every anytime you say eighties, uh, Queen is not on my list. When I think no. Well, I remember we we've been doing yeah. that. We, oh, I know like, we've been saying sudden, it. Like it'll be in but it's 80, like eighty six or eighty seven, and we see like even eighty nine. Uh, uh, Led Zeppelin. We see Led Zeppelin. We're like, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. How'd they get that? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. make yeah. sense. Ever or even yeah. boy, in there, we're like, that doesn't yeah. make sense, you know. But it was there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number fifty seven. What's love got to do with it? What's no love idea. got to do? Got to do with it? Do, do, do. What's love? But a second-hand emotion. Because <laughs> her her album "Private Dancer" I think was yeah. one of the top albums of the. Yeah. Of this, I'm your this proud so, yeah. dancer. Yeah. I think this would be a good like again. If we make that '80s mixtape of like songs, I think "What's Love Got to Do with It" probably would go on that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that, so. It'd be a commercial for a mixtape. It's yeah, because it's it's it's, oh, it's yeah. probably her biggest hit from that that decade too. I mean, she had a lot of hits, but that was probably the biggest one she, she had. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Number well, 56 bit, right the, below. Oh, go ahead, Don. Go ahead. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're going to say. He's going to make an Ike Turner joke. It's inappropriate. You bring it in, Ike. You bring it in, Ike. Because I said that was the biggest just, hit. Let's just, let's just move on. It was a bad Jesus thought. Man. I know exactly where you're going with that. Get out of my head because I know where you're going, man. Okay. Get out of my head. What was that, Rich? Uh, number, what do we have? Number, number 56. 56. Number 56. Hurt Don't Lie. Latoya no, Jackson. Latoya. Kurt Don't, Kurt Kurt don't, don't Lie. Hurt. Oh, I thought you said Kurt like she's calling some guy. Like, yeah, Kurt Don't Lie. Kurt right. Don't Lie. I don't think, Kurt I don't think don't it's Kurt. Lie. I don't know this one. I don't know this one. It's pronounced. I don't know if I can't spell anymore. What? I don't know if I. It's H E A R T. Heart don't heart. lie. Not heart. Heart don't lie. Heart. Yeah. Heart. Yeah. Heart don't lie. Heart don't lie. Heart don't lie. I don't know the song. <laughs> Latoya. The only. Okay. You know what I, I know about Latoya? I, I think the only thing I remember is she was she got into the psychic crap back in, in like in the early nineties and junk and then. That's what I was like. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm like. Yeah. I only bring up people like I see them and I go like. Oh yeah. Eh. 
Bring up Latoya. Like, Bring know, up any I, of the Jacksons. And like, yeah. like you know me, man. If I see Frank Stallone, I'm giving oh, him credit. Yeah. Damn right. Because that sound bitch is Frank that, Stallone. You know? I think I, I think uh, I think Latoya had some famous brothers and a sister. Yeah, she had a couple. Yeah, sure though. A couple. Yeah. I think Tito. her sister was on da- Good Times. And her dad didn't like to use to smack him around too. Yeah. So Latoya. Yeah. So they better get a hit out so there. They had hit. Before I hate you. Oh, Joe. <laughs> so they had hits Old before Joe. they became famous. Okay, that is gotcha. correct. Right. Just like Tina. That's when you can beat him. That's when you can beat him into singing. Mac That's the right. old, the old Bing Crosby trick. Man, you, you think about it, you got All Tina right. Turner and uh, Latoya, both of them getting smacked around in their early years. Bad times for those they did, they, they Made good music. They did. All right. They did. All they right. Did. Well, Number fifty-five. Romance in the Stone. Eddie Grant. I'm oh, romancing yeah. the stone. Oh, Never leaving the cold heart alone. Every night and every day. <laughs> this is funny because this, so, electric- this did not make it into the song, into the, the soundtrack of the movie. Oh, yeah, it's not in the movie. Yeah. It, it did because it, it was written for the movie, movie, but the producers didn't care for it. So they, they didn't use it. They did release it. Uh, he did release it on his album and he did release a video uh, that had clips from the movie right. in it. So it. But, he played. But he got. Enough. He got a little famous off of the movie. He had Electric he Avenue before. Avenue, yeah. Electric yeah, Avenue was saying, a big like, hit. Yes. If if something's out and it's big, you go. I'm yeah. putting out a song. Oh yeah. I'm putting out a song called Return of the Jedi. <laughs> People are going to listen to the motherfucker. <laughs> of course. You know? and yes. Think, you're right. Even though yeah. I'm like Return of the Jedi. Nobody <laughs> likes him. You know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there uh, you go. Hey, yeah. Eddie Grant. So true. All right. Uh, number 54, the Authority song, John, John Cougar, Cougar Mellencamp. I follow the authority, authority always wins. <laughs> I thought number 52, Footloose, Kenny Loggins. Oh, oh yeah. Gotta come for loose. This was, uh, what, number two or number one? This was number one in the videos, right? In the uh, three, I, a three, I, okay. Yeah, pretty close. So yeah, right. Was, I think so there's a the little contrast. Yeah, there. sure there is. The that's what I was interested in. The music. Oh, yeah. That's you finally know. the only one that's that's hit. Everything yeah, else. That's, so far is the only one that's on the so far. You know, back then too, you would put the song out, and if it yeah. shit the bad, you weren't gonna make a video. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? You didn't make right. a video with the song getting released. Right. So much, you know what I mean. Unless you were mm-hmm. Madonna or something like of that. Of course, you know yeah. You I mean? could you could make a song about taking a shit and you, you could get a video right. for it because that's they were so big. Their names were huge. Right. Like like Jet Set Willie didn't put out a goddamn video. Right. Right the <laughs> no, but you know, if Michael Jackson made a song, if Michael Jackson wrote a song, Jet Set Willie, it would have been a hit. Right. And I had a video. He got close <laughs> with the Free Willie song. So right, Free right. Willie, Jet Set Willie. There you go. They're in the same family. Jet yeah. Set Willie, let me suck your Willie. It all worked out, man. Everybody, you know. Wow. Wah, 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 wah. Okay. Uh, number 50, Sunglasses at Night. night. Corey Hart. I wear my I, sunglasses I, at night so I can I'm so a big Corey Hart fan. That was a good song. She uh, got number 47. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. You, you go. <laughs> number 47. Uh, breaking, there's no stopping us. Ah, breaking from the Jerry. movie. From the movie, breaking. Yeah. I well, assume was, so. Yeah. I, uh, 
Oh, stop it. Or unless it was like the Return of the Jedi thing. They're like, oh, I'm just, hey, the movie's on. I'm just going to make a song. I'm going to write right. a song about this movie. It's so good. Open sticks. Break Open it. Sticks. Everybody's dancing. Give me a piece of cardboard. I'll jump on it. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I think the two oh, leads. I think the, didn't the leads the make the song? The leads actors, didn't they record the I song? I think so. I think it was them that, that did it. It's by Ali and Jerry. So we I'm pretty that. sure that we was that. Check on that. That, was... that sounds like them, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Ali they were the actors. I think they were the Ali. Are we going actors. to write another song? <laughs> Breaking. We were in a movie. Everybody come watch our movie. We dance in that movie. You know, we bought another you movie. Remember, you know, <laughs> right? Breaking <laughs> two. Electric Boogaloo. Everybody know that. <laughs> okay, number thirty-six. Oh, when doves God. cry, Prince. There's oh, another yeah. one that was on. There list. we go. So now we're. Ooh, yep. There's one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we're heading now. We're heading into the thick of it here. So yeah, these are the big uh, ones. You know, and I could have skipped over something that you know uh, might have made that list, and they just didn't jump out to me. That could so, be. That could be. But uh, that's okay. Um, rock you like a hurricane, the Scorpions. Oh man, great songs. Here I am, dun, dun. rock you like a hurricane. Like a hurricane. <laughs> that was uh, Scorpions, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 32, Dr. Doctor Thompson Twins. Doctor, Doctor. I don't remember all the words, but that's the rhythm. All of right. it. Doctor, number Doctor. 25, Legs, Top. Oh, there's there we go. That one's on there. That was She's 15. Yep. Legs. Knows how to use them. <laughs> this one I appreciate because I remember this one. I don't remember the name of it or the band, but I remembered the song until later on in life. I figured out who actually did it and what it was called. Run, run away, Slade. It's like, come, come, chameleon. Ding, 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 ding. You remember that song? Uh-uh. Run, run away. Uh, nope. I got to listen to this one. You got to listen to it. got to listen. I'm not, it's not ringing a bell. Gotta hear the bell. Because yep, huh. I, I always remember the song, Chameleon. And I was like, where's that yep. Chameleon song? It's not I remember Carver Chameleon. I think it's from. Yeah. Come, come, Chameleon, laying there in the sun. Run, run away, far, far away. You'll... <laughs> it sounds like an old rhyme. Like Kurt... Yeah. It sounds like an elementary song that someone yeah. taught us on a guitar. All right. Run, you Google run, it. Man. It's like a 1970s run, run, band run. doing this. It was like, like their three big blind mice. Is it the same? same... Well, what was the band? Tune is three it's called Slade. S L A D E. Okay. Run, run away. Run, you, run away. Listen to it. I swear to God, you'll remember. Oh, I'm sure I'll remember it when I hear it. Because and probably... the video, man. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Slade. Check it out. Okay, I'll I'll check that out. All right, number twenty-one. The longest time, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. This was a duo. Billy Joel, years longest time. Yep. For the longest time. Is that the one? Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Baby, for the longest time. A lot of snapping in that one. Yes. He did a lot of doo y songs that time, around that time. Like mm-hmm. the Uptown Girl was around this time, right? Uptown yep. Girl. It was like a, yeah, it was like a very doo y album. Uh, number down to number 20, Dancing in the Streets. Wait, I got it. Dancing not... in the Sheets. Oh, okay. Oh, Dancing in the Sheets. Shalimar. That's from okay. Footloose, a movie. Yes. That's just from the soundtrack. So. Soundtrack from Footloose. Yep. yep. It was like a Dancing in right, the Streets again? <laughs> but on like every no. episode. <laughs> 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 Good 
God's like, God damn. That song Same everywhere. Again. Every, like, so, just keep putting this song out. Whoever's doing it. Just, yeah, just keep. It. All right. Right below that. Number 19, Almost Paradise. Almost no. Paradise. Mike Reno. Yeah, the, whole sound, the whole soundtrack from Footloose. I yeah. bet it's going to be in the top 10. Oh, God, yeah, probably. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, jumping down to number 16. Uh, to all the girls I've loved before. To all the girls I've loved before. To all the girls I've loved before. Who traveled in and out who my door. Who traveled in and out my door. <laughs> I dedicate this song. I him along. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I dedicate this my song. big schlong. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it goes. To all the girls <laughs> I've loved before. <laughs> Red uh, number 14, Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, great song. That was the one with Courtney Cox coming up on Courtney stage. Courtney Cox. Yep, the big, uh, big, Is that the one back? Her yeah, big intro okay. of that. We were just dancing in the dark. She's doing her little dance move. Yeah, they're doing like the thing. Little white man overbite on the stage, you know, it's great. Classic. <laughs> uh, number 12, Against All Odds. Take a look okay. at me now. Phil Take Collins. a look at me now. You see me standing there. Uh, number 11. Oh. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, go, go ahead. Just keep going. Don't worry about me. I'll keep yeah. saying it, but right. keep going. He'll fade you're, you're himself. You're just feeling out. it. You're just feeling it. All right. Number 11, Borderline Madonna. Borderline. Yeah, this is early Madonna. This is before Like a Virgin really hit wasn't it or no it's right around the same time this is off uh, that same I think album it's, it might even be in the same album i wonder yeah might have been. it's in the same album but all right Boom. we're gonna jump down into the top 10 which we hit right. every single one in the Here's top the 10 yes uh number 10 jump for my love <laughs> winter sisters oh jump for my love oh jump yeah. in. Do, 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 do. you make it happy jump if you want to my kisses in the night then jump jump Oh my love! <laughs> I know there's right, gotta no. be, gotta be, there's gotta be one that comes up that relates to our topic. <laughs> gotta be coming. Oh yeah, really? That's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's it's early. It's, the movie just came uh, out, but the, the song might have been hit in a while. But yeah, it might be coming. All right, number nine. What Rich tells. Self control, Laura Brannigan. Laura Brannigan. Wow, look at this man. She was a big hit. A lot of seventies and eighties hits. Uh, number eight, breakdance, Irene Cara. Break, well, what a, break. I don't know if that's. I know Irene Cara. Flashdance was a big. It's yeah, called yeah. breakdance. Or, or, uh, or uh, um, what was it? Uh, fame. That was a big hit for yeah, Flash. It's called breakdance. So I, I don't know if it's from. The Did movie. you do it for breaking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she was that's why I say top ten. You don't know. You're gonna. Well, you're gonna get yeah. a mixed bag in here. Yeah, this is you know, we're, we get to the top five, it's going to get <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little more uh, thinned out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven. Hello, Lionel Richie. Oh Lionel. yeah. Is it me Hello. you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> that was one where that blind chick made the the statue of him. Yes. And he thought yeah. it didn't look anything like. Yeah, it looked nothing like him. <laughs> That's Makes great. Sense. <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> Number six. Number yeah, just, six. I'm just gonna Harley. sit over in this uh, in the corner quietly <laughs> while you can sculpt that. And he leaves. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Number six, the heart of rock and roll. Huey Lewis. Did, 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 did they say the heart of rock and roll is still beating. The one thing I always liked about the song is you, you hear all those capitals, you know. They had uh, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Seattle, San Francisco. Francisco. They had all those different. Uh, that's how I, I knew where like all these places were because I, I listened to the, the song. Yeah. It's actually the um, the Jackson Five's tour schedule. That's what they're singing because <laughs> they never mention Minneapolis. That's right, right. Huey <laughs> <laughs> Lewis sports, great album right there, man. Loving yeah, that, sports. That's got a hit on every 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 great, track's a hit. Great album. Yep. Uh, number five, Sister Christian. Nice. Oh yeah, here it is. Never, Sister Christian. Never heard it. Sister Christian, oh, yeah. the time has come. Your motor What's your price for flight? <laughs> That's uh, sitting in the middle of the gym dancing in, on a Friday on that night. Yep, and that goes on the mixtape right there. If you have any oh, yeah. mixtape, that's on there. Yeah, that's a that's a dance song. I'm trying to think. I don't think that's on the album that I had. They had they, there was an album that the whole band was dressed up. It kind of reminded me of um, it wasn't Flying Fortress, but. Um, it was reminiscent. They all had the bomber jackets on and everything. I know it was oh, okay. four in the morning and another song. I can't. I don't think Sister Christian was on that one, but there's another one of their hit songs. I can't think of it. Yeah, they I, had a few. I kept that they had a because I always liked it because that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, not a lot, but they didn't need a lot. They yeah. just needed one. That's hey, it. Sister Christian Sister was Christian huge. Lives on forever. Yes, it. How old? Yes, it. it does. It does. Loving it. You when it, when it comes on, right now, might, you're okay. belting it out in the car, man. Anytime it comes on, I'm singing along with it in the car. Horribly. Uh, number four, the reflex. Yeah. Flex. The reflex is a lonely child. <laughs> I don't know all the words, but man, that was Duran Duran. I don't think huge. they did either, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Every damn thing the reflex does <laughs> is a question to the answer. <clears throat> Reflex. <laughs> uh, number three. Oh, Sherry. Steve oh, yeah. Perry. Oh, yep. Sherry. You ever watched Journey. the video to that? This was after Journey, yeah. It's weird. The video is yeah. horrible. Like, he's like, he's like harassing this girl in the video. Like, he's mm-hmm. just on top of her singing this song. And she's like trying to walk away. And he's like on top of her singing, Oh, Sherry. Because oh, oh, that. Because that girl's name is Barbara, so she's like, yeah, she's like leave get me away alone. from me, you drunk. <laughs> it's not it's not my name. Right. Yeah, yeah, Sherry, Harry, no, I want a Sherry. Uh, Give me a bottle of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I need that to have sex with you. I'll be you if know. it's cooking Sherry, I'll drink it. I don't care. I'm dead. <laughs> Barbara. Uh number two, which I know you guys are heading in this direction, so it makes you wonder what number one was. But mm. number two, let's hear it for the boy. Let's uh, hear it for playing. the boy. And Footloose is all over this freaking yep. yeah. t- countdown. Jeez. Nailed it. Yeah. Let's hear it for the boys. And number one, time after time. Cindy. Oh, really? Yeah, no Ghostbusters yet, huh? Time after yeah, but again, was... the, the movie just came out, so it probably hadn't picked up that momentum yet. Time well, no, I'm pissed time. at Billboard because uh, my I had that remember I had the, the Billboard CDs? Yeah. And they would give you the top top ten of the year, and Ghostbusters was on there. 
That's why well, I thought it might have might have hit. Well, it probably will hit in the next couple of weeks. It'll be. Yeah, I'm still upset with the. I'm throwing my time CD out. Time after time. Son of a bitch! <laughs> this is such a bait and switch. <laughs> Wait, I just looked it up. Billboard. See, where, where'd you get your your source from? Because I'm I'm seeing Ghostbusters number nine. Uh, it's but it was 100? of the year, top one of the year. Of the year so yeah. not that. Yeah, this is the right, week. The yeah. Year. yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where. Yeah. So they need a little bit more time for the yeah. Broncos. We go out a week here, Don Brown. Oh, I got Jesus it. Christ. I got learn, <laughs> learn the rules. Listen, I had the first th- rule. Of Fight Club is you go about a week. Okay. <laughs> I'm playing by Jet Set Willie rules. Right. And if Bob, God rest his soul, before. had bitch, bitch tits, that's okay. All right. <laughs> We're woke here. I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Oh, doing my best. I, now that you mentioned my outfit, I'm like, I keep looking at me and I feel like the uh, the um, hunter and uh, Beetlejuice at the end that sprinkles. Oh, yeah. You got the, yeah. Head. I'm like, oh, I look, like, look like the safari guy. This baggy khaki thing. Put my pro. No, I, you know, I didn't. I, I didn't even notice it. You know. But well, it's hard because I, like I have to. Because... I have to do this, or you know, turn turn this way. looks weird because I'm kind of like, oh, hi, how's everyone? Doing? You know. So I was trying to <laughs> do a visual, but I didn't want to be like, too far away. Right, right, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not. I'm not wearing the rest of the accoutrements. No, you keep me I on your toes, Don Brown. You're like one of those things in the newspaper where they show you two pictures of a dog and one thing's different. And like, I, yeah. so I really gotta like look you at you, because I'm like, so I, I I'm like, right. the shit in the background's not the that whole Ghostbuster flag's a fucking, that's a false flag. He's trying to lure right. my eyes there, well, that's real. take me away from other shit. And I, I didn't mean, even I know put it on the other side until like later on. You showed me the proton yeah. pack, and then I didn't even notice you until afterwards. You know? I know. Well, I should have moved it closer. I don't know. I'm like, I can't. It's hard to gauge here in my. In my film studio, aka office. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, hey, man. I'm disappointed. I, I didn't have my fedora out when I. I mean, that could have been an easy, yeah. quick change. Well, we'll be talking Temple of Doom. We'll be talking yeah. Raiders. We got all those coming up, so yeah. we'll have your chance. I'm really not. We'll have your chance. I'm not really interested. Them. I'll probably go silent on that. One. I'll probably <laughs> just slide right. the camera right. off. I'll be like, every, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. Cool. Every, Good, every all, I mean, awesome music. Awesome yeah, music great music of the yeah, year. '84. What a year, man. I mean, how can you go wrong with this time? It's, so it's good. not like I wrote the shit. It's just I'm reading it. You know, what I mean, it was great. I mean, <laughs> but it's, you know, I mean, it's it's. Wait, I mean, you didn't write I, any of those. Good time. Yeah, there were well, so many you know. great songs at that time. Great, great, uh, great year of music. Great year of movies. I mean, Jesus, '84 was solid, man. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, and I don't know where we're going from here. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, we haven't really talked much about that, but I know we got to pick something soon and figure yeah, out where we're we going. Figure something out. We got to get yeah. something jammed in there. We'll, we'll think uh, of something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's about all I got. Everything that's about it. Yeah, same here. You know, hey, great another fun episode. I'm, I'm glad we yeah. got to have Richard in. It was a lot of fun talking. Oh about my god, great. it was great. Fun, a lot of fun reminiscing about great. Ghostbusters and junk. So looking forward to him coming back yeah. and seeing what else we can talk about. Yeah, we want to get him back absolutely. in when we come in and the and mm-hmm. the and the cartoons and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. All right, yeah. So, cool guys. Uh, yeah, so let's uh so yeah so remember hey we're 80s kids this was the 80s kids thanks again for another awesome week this was uh june 4th to june 10th 84 i think i said 11th at the beginning so 
correcting myself. You did. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. That's my all bad. Right. That's all right. An extra, hey, give everyone too. an extra day. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Take an extra day. We're, we're jumping into a second Monday. Enjoy yourself. That's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. And don't forget, folks, uh, we appreciate you coming by. And don't worry, we'll do the Googling for you. Absolutely. All right, guys. So, hey, let's uh, so let's uh, let's sign up. <laughs> we'll sign up for another week and uh, see we'll be back here again. So, yeah, join us again for the next uh, fun-filled episode, and we'll see uh, see where we're heading next. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Later. Thank you.